Guys, use some really weird Christmas music there. <laughs> I was listening to Black Keys. This is like you're listening to Black Keys. Yes, yeah. I, I, I discovered them like recently. Yeah, I've heard. I've actually heard good things about them, and but I swear, like once I had kids, I don't. I'm listening to music. <laughs> really, since yeah. I got married, I didn't really get new music in me. Yeah, I always need some good music, and I always try to discover new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. My, I find like my, uh, I get into some weird stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, oh man, have you heard of the band Lettuce? Lettuce. They're kind of no. like a jam band. Oh, okay. And then there's another one called. I think it's Talk, T-A-U-K or something like that. They're like this metal, futuristic jam. They're wild. They're super talented. They don't sing or anything. They just jam for like 10 minutes. Oh, I like that even better. I think it's T-A-U-K. I'm pretty sure if you look okay. that up. And then, I will. Um, and then like, have you ever heard of, there's another band, or it's not even a band, it's a guy named O-T-T. Oh, He's yeah. Super trippy music. So, dude, I've seen OTT live in Greece. Really? Like down in the yes. islands, you mean? Uh, no, in, it was mainland Greece, uh, ancient Olympia. It was a big side trans festival for five days. So I was walking around. It was morning, high as fuck. <laughs> 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 and he was, he was playing the song Smoke, uh, Smoke Glass and Chrome. I don't know if you know the song. Uh, you know, I discovered him. Like you know, on Amazon, you'll get like recommendations or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, I, and I, I forget what him. it was, but and, and oh, I did you talk to him? Yes, he is a great guy. He was he was here in the U.S. playing a festival this year. I couldn't go, but the guy is awesome, awesome. Yeah, what was the one? It was called like uh, I'm looking it up right now. It's not something you can pop in and have people enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called uh, One Day I Wish to Have This Kind of Time. Yes. And it's it's like whatever, eight minute song. It's oh man, it's so cool. So he has a he has a live in Atlanta, full band, and it's awesome. It's like two hours and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw he perform or he like he's written or he worked with other artists and he's a producer and all that right oh yeah, yeah and then yeah. he does his own solo stuff yeah he's, he's, he's do, he, he does uh, dj stuff uh full band stuff he's like into it have you heard yeah, that's cool have you heard about the festival here in the u.s uh, uh still dream what's it called still dream no it's no. like an edm festival or something uh it's not it is EDM, but not like mainstream EDM. It's like more, I don't know. I, uh, I do like that kind of music, but I'm not enough to have a... I'm too old to go to a festival or anything. I, I don't think you're that at all. 
<laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're filling in here. Look, man, it's like the regulars. I like it. Yeah. So I've got like, uh, I had a, cra- a really hectic day and uh, didn't have a lot of time to prepare much. Not that I normally do. So I don't know if you guys, there was a few things like, Master always gives suggestions, but he's never here. Things to talk about. But uh, anything you guys got on your mind right now? Jump up and say it. What was Master saying? Oh, he makes because I'll be like, "Hey, what do you guys want to talk about?" And he actually replies. Nobody else replies. Oh, he's he and I. He and I had a small uh, with Indigo here. Had a had a brief uh, spaces on. I don't even know when it was. Sunday night, I think. And we talked about, we brought some Doge coiners in and we're talking about a Litecoin Doge coin summit. Combining, combining our forces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we even kind of had some ideas about the timing of it. And not, and here's the thing. I don't know. How, I don't know how to organize a summit or a convention, right? And I don't know how to get that done. I don't know if the foundation is, solely responsible for that i don't i don't know but i think that's i think i think it's a foundation well but like there's not a bitcoin foundation right is there Mm, no but you're talking about different numbers i I, I guess i think so i think so but there's like a bitcoin conference like organization that they have a business yeah yeah so they are organizing the event well, yeah, and, and uh, there's one uh, girl. She, I don't, you know, I should invite her in here because um, she's pretty active in the Dogecoin community. She gave me a list of people to reach out to and try to kind of foster this thing. And I, I think there's such a cool fit because I almost feel like Litecoiners are tend to be maybe the definitely more kind of laid back crowd. We are here for the tech and the privacy and you know like we're really into the details of what's going on and their community is like just learning all this stuff so she's like pretty active in dogecoin but she was even just understanding the security model and how the different coins work and the privacy option coming up and like it's just right now it's like fun for them but they have like these meme machines like they have people that just crank out memes and they have like energy yeah they have so much energy in their community and like i just feel like it's just this interesting balance that these two coins are tied together you know and we certainly could use probably some of the fun that they have and they might could maybe use some of the seriousness that we have i think i think if 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 you get into dogecoin i think you learn a lot about the proof of work system that these chains are working and the mining and how it's protected. Yeah. So I think I think, I think, I think, a lot I think, I think it's a good idea. To know, a lot of them might be surprised to know, like, of all the coins, Dogecoin's pretty legit. Like, it's way more legit than Shiba Inu. You know what I mean? It's a meme coin. <laughs> it's, it's a joke, right? But it's a community. But so, they, at least at least they're yeah. they have a secure network. Yeah, right? if, the, if they decide, most coins. if 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 the community decide that they can have value, like real value, they're gonna sit 
They're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? They can do it. Right. Yes. Uh, and I think that's something we need to foster. Yeah. How, how we do that, I don't know. I mean, Taryn, you came up to speak. Do you want to tell us that you uh, coordinate conventions and you're going to take this bull by the horns? <laughs> what, what, if, what if talking to Litecoin Foundation first? Well, you know, Master was kind of like, I don't know, I kind of, he's kind of like, well, why don't we just do it ourselves? And I kind of agree with that. I, I agree with that. Maybe they have something in mind that they can guide everybody so we know where to look. You know what I'm saying? Taryn, you're beeping. Yeah, sorry. That's my, <laughs> I was just starting the oven over here. So I was right in the I thought middle. You were of... like, it's not like you're in a spaceship or something. Uh, oh, no. So, yeah, I've been, you know, thinking about this for the past one week is marketing around Litecoin, which is, you know, somebody needs to fill me in. Is there anyone really leading the charge on this or or is it just up to the foundation? Um, you know, uh, you know, I so one of my reasons I did this is because I recognize this void and uh, I actually really would like to make this more of getting our maybe our, the current leaders of the community in here, right? Like I was thinking like Litecoin news is out there. They're very new, but it would be cool if they came on and like, Hey, do 15 minutes in the beginning and tell us what's going on in Litecoin news, you know? And then somebody who's an on-chain analytics guy, come and do 10 minutes on chain, explain what's going on, what's exciting, what's not. So where it's like every week we're all kind of coming together and, and having a powwow or something. Um, but yeah, I, I remember looking up the Litecoin Foundation and, and I don't want to, I don't want to rag on it. Like, you know, I don't know what their compensation is. I don't know if these people have other jobs, you know, but like a couple of the people that are in charge of marketing are, I couldn't even find, I could barely find them on Twitter. You know, it was like a couple thousand followers and almost never posting about Litecoin. I'm like, well, what, what's going on here right but I, I think they're more like brand design right maybe how do they integrate are they working with people who accept litecoin to help them market litecoin i don't know what their role is in that okay so we need to we need to find these you know we need to have a conversation with them because every other coin is going ahead and getting ahead in, in visibility and you know we're, nothing's happening on our end on, on Litecoin's end. I hate to say that. I don't see it. You know, um, just, you know, people posting on Twitter is not marketing, in my opinion. Uh, we need <laughs> dedicated YouTube, um, you know, updates, um, you know, a, a complete integrated marketing plan. That's what I do for a living uh, is integrated marketing. Um, introducing software products globally, et cetera, et cetera. So I've been doing that for a long time. Um, and so there's absolutely zero, you know, you can't, you know, it, it's this cannot just be a grassroots effort of a peop some people getting together in some bar somewhere or whatever have you and, and saying, yeah, this is what this is all about. It's not going to scale, um, especially, you know, if you want to get some visibility to the Litecoin or to the Bitcoiners, um, you know, to the people that are only going to push Bitcoin and like even the banks, some of the banks that are, you know, 
you know, supporting Bitcoin now. Um, you know, you know, we need to get contacts to those people. So, I mean, this is just I'm, I'm just talking out loud right now. The, the point is that, you know, we need to get somehow a, a team, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and to some integrated marketing plan. Otherwise, we're just going to get washed away in by the other thousands of coins. It just, just, you know, we can't rely on that BTC LTC ratio, in my opinion, all the time. Yeah, and that's a little bit of the hard part. You know, I've mentioned it before. Is my my belief is that because because Litecoin works so easily and doesn't require any businesses to crop up around it that there's not a lot of profit motive unless you hold a big stack, right? And the question is, who's motivated to fund it? And what are their expectations or their limitations, you know? Uh, I mean, again, I'm just starting this thing. I like the momentum. I've had a, I've had a ton of fun and, and I feel like you know, you were on here last week, Taryn. I think that if we, like Coin Underground has this message of we're a crypto community and we're here to work together and we're not, we're not concerned about like fighting each other or being the only one. That we can, I think we can carve out a unique story for what Litecoin is. Um, you know, I mentioned, you know, last week or whenever we had the Monero people in that you know we provide utility for them they don't have as much access to onboard and offboard into the, into the white markets that litecoin has so okay hey i'm okay if a monero holder wants to just use monero and then use litecoin when they need us that's fine right that's the whole point these are tools to be used um and so but the hard part is how do you how do you monetize that in a way like cuz i'll i'll be 100% if we, if I had twenty thousand followers, and I said I think I, I had people loyally listening to my podcast, and you could get half of them to give you ten bucks, right? That's a that's enough of a living that I could commit full time to doing something like this. But I'm not a I'm not a genius marketer or anything. But there's got to be a little bit of a a support from the people who want to see these things go, and it doesn't take much. You know, ten dollars a year isn't asking a whole lot of a person who believes in a vision of a community. I mean, every week, how much do we spend, right? So, um, that's my thought process. Is and it's just a matter of taking that leap of saying, "I believe I can do this," and if I fall on my face, then okay. You know, live and learn. That's hard to do. You know. Unless you know one of you guys wants to give me fifty grand to take the next twelve months off and do this, <laughs> or a trust to put a trust together every X amount of time. So that, but 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 what I'm wondering is the Litecoin Foundation. How much do we support? How much do they put into marketing? And I'm with you as far as like a multi-level approach. There should be videos. There should be podcasts. There should be uh, Facebook, Reddit. Twitch, you know, integrate with like video gamers and engagement with uh, popular figures to keep our name on the map. Like what Litecoin Gaming is doing. I'm trying to get those guys in here. 
they're that's a great thing for Litecoin. That's great exposure to an, a market I have no understanding of. But we need to be working with people like that. So um, I hear everything you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, just hold on. My mom is calling me. Okay. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do, do we really have to promote Litecoin? I can't wrap my head around it. I know what you mean. Because the exposure is going to come with the, with the updates, with the work that is going to be done. I, I don't think you can promote something that people don't understand. Here, here's an interesting thing I saw this week. And I even posted about nodes that Litecoin has like 1,300 nodes in the world. I, that number blew me away that it was so small. And it blew me away that Bitcoin only has 8,000 nodes. More. Securing a, I'm telling you, look it up right now. There's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, the tweet. And, I saw and the tweet. Dogecoin has more nodes than Litecoin has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're, and again, that's a, it tells me a couple things. One, it's extremely, extremely early. But I also know the marketing does matter, and we're up against VC money when you're talking about Solana's well, well, there's Avalanche a, and whatever else, you know? There's a point why, why those have so many nodes. Because it's different, it's a different transaction for Litecoin and Bitcoin to an exchange and out of the exchange, and it's different from for Dogecoin, which they want like seventy-five confirmations to send it. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or to receive it. That's why there's so many nodes, more nodes than Litecoin. Litecoin is like one confirmation, boom, you're gone. Wait, say that you know what I'm saying? No, say it with, again. With Litecoin, it does one one confirmation, and it's gone. Right. This, this is how it works. With with small coins, it's not the same. They need more confirmation to send or receive the coin. Right. So what what you're saying that they have more nodes because of that? Yes. Oh. Makes sense. Well, it just tells me the level of like how many people in the world are. I mean, you're telling me 1,300 people in the world are sitting there with a Litecoin core wall on their computer. I think most of the nodes are belong to the Litecoin Foundation. Yeah, which is even so. worse, right? Yeah. Which, which yeah, says, yeah. okay, what are 600 people out there running yep. a node? That seems crazy, like crazy low to me. Yep. Those are only the nodes that we know about. There's a bunch of nodes that we do not know about. I believe also if you play the game Lightbringer, you also run a Litecoin node, but it's just not um, recognized by the network. It's a private node. Like an Electrum node or something? Like a Light node? It's not the full blockchain, is it? Well, whatever. Either way. I think you got, but I, so it tells me two things. One, like I said, it's extremely early. It also tells me, compared to the cost of the coin, we're like one-sixth in nodes versus Bitcoin, and we're, whatever, one-three-hundredth in price. 
that we, so that we have for the for the price of the asset and the popularity of the asset, we have a very strong community, even more so than Bitcoin. Like as far as active members in that sense, but again, you know, if there's hidden ones. What's I think it? one other thing we could be doing in, in regards to marketing or is more of a bootstrap approach. You know, we're, we are here on Twitter, but we're not on any other medium. I think that if, you know, we had maybe a Telegram group uh, where we could coordinate with one another on different posts, maybe on Reddit or something else, go into the other subreddits, not just Litecoin, uh, not the Litecoin subreddit, but like cryptocurrency subreddit. Or if uh, we see a post in Bitcoin where they're talking, uh, you know, just stuff that's not factual or, or correct, we could kind of get into there and, you know, we could raid and set the, you know, set the facts right. Yeah, it is. It's a multi-pronged approach. And it's almost like setting a, having some kind of plan you know, I, I created a Slack channel with the hope of let's start trying to coordinate things. But yeah, I mean, the, the other coins are moted, motivated because they have airdropped, you know, marketing coins. And so that's hard to compete with. Even, even if you had somebody doing it full time, you're going to be in a sea of voices right we're lucky i mean the good thing is it's a great asset and i think that's what bogomas is saying is like just let it play out people will naturally gravitate towards it yeah i, I, I think it's it's really interesting how uh litecoins okay so so we're right now we're, we're in the top 20 right by, by market cap um you hear about all these projects that are similar in market cap to Litecoin, like let's say like Avalanche, like Avalanche was right by us a few days ago, like Solana used to be right by Litecoin, like, but you hear about all these famous YouTubers, podcasters, whatever, talking about these coins, like every single day, obviously much more to the extent like Litecoin gets talked about, right? And, and we're still in the top 20. So what that tells me, I mean, maybe we, we don't hear so much about Litecoin mainstream, um, like YouTube, all that type of stuff, but we're still like very, very high up there. And and to me, I, I think there's probably a lot of very, very long term holders of Litecoin, like people who probably got in like in 2012, 2013, around around those times. And a lot of them probably just like they're just not really active nowadays. Yeah, it's almost like the people who are the loudest are the are the noobs, right? It's the people who just, you know, they, I mean, we all had it, right? We all went through that phase where you get Bitcoin and you're like, oh my God, this is going to take over the world, right? Everything's going to be priced in Bitcoin and, you know, you're going to be transferring, you know, just all these micro transactions. Eventually. Learn about eventually. And, eventually yeah. Litecoin too. Well, no, what I'm saying is like, they're, they probably aren't these major stack holders. And so it's. No, what I mean is like Bitcoin is the best promotion, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's the best promotion. It goes everywhere. Government. So, do you think it's best to be um, like Charlie's strategy of just let's keep just support Bitcoin, and that leads to 
all roads lead to Litecoin at that point for most users who will look at the price and go, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but then you're relying on other people's judgment, right? Like if I'm new to it and I'm having a look at, at the top coins and I'm interested, I have a look at Litecoin, where does that lead me? What communities does that lead me to? Like what what's available for me to get involved with? I think we need as much of that as possible. Yeah, where to learn about it. Well, actually, it's funny. Okay, you got to tell me, is it Al or AI? <laughs> it, it, it's Al. I, I know it looks okay. like AI, but it's Al. <laughs> well, so Al... Um, Hi, Al. You put put an awesome thread in this week, and that was one thing I told him. I said, you know, maybe we can do one about just the basics of Litecoin. Like, let, like we need there needs to be a podcast out there that's in depth about Litecoin. Where, where were I? Almost thought I actually today. I honestly, um, it was a very just a crazy day for me. So I'll just leave it at that. But um, I thought, oh, it's Christmas time. It'd be cool to do, like, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, right? Like uh, a Litecoin carol type of thing. And, like, we need that. There needs to be content out there that someone can find that's about Litecoin and is interesting and engaging. And it talks about the past and how did we get here? What, where are we <laughs> at today? And what's the future look like? What's coming? Because, because you're right. You go on, you go on podcasts and you search Litecoin, you get a couple like really just random episodes of some small podcasts that don't are just people talking about. It. They're not intimately involved. They don't. They're not motivated to get you excited about Litecoin. It's more of like a factual thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, honestly. Litecoin has probably been around since well, what what's it been now? T- ten years that we just we just turned ten years. Yeah, uh, it, it just feels like most new people. I don't know. At least to me, it seems like a lot of them try avoiding Litecoin, or or I don't know if I, I think it'd be really interesting seeing uh, studies or something regarding where new entrants into the market are looking at first. Like like what websites they're first looking at. Like do they first find out about crypto um, do they first get it like on coin market cap do they first log into coinbase like what are the first coins that appear to like a newbie who barely gets into into the space but uh, I, I feel like litecoin i mean obviously it's been around for a really long time but uh, i think mostly it's people who have already been in the space for a while are kind of sticking with it and and on, honestly I, I think it's it's the best altcoin out there i mean 10 years zero downtime the history i mean it's, it's an incredible cryptocurrency, but I would like to, to hopefully find a, a strategy to get new entrants into the market to look more into Litecoin. I think this year, what really hurt Litecoin is we didn't have wrapped Litecoin. This was a year of DeFi. I mean, not only the tokens themselves, but all the volume going on these DeFi networks and Litecoin just left out of it. You know, there's not even part, no one's even looking at it. They're looking at sushi swap and fucking shiba inu and whatever else it's an erc token or a bnb token on pancake swap right so it's like <laughs> oh go ahead charlie you can speak sorry wait for it wait no i don't like it i'm just saying that i think that had a lot to do with the the exposure 
suffice say something here. Um, is a typical dilemma of a, for example, a 20 or 30 or 40 year old company trying to compete in a market dominated by, by startups. And I won't say dominated, but, you know, competing with startups that are getting all the hype. And the only solution is kind of like a rebranding effort. Okay. So we would have to rebrand Litecoin. Um, and that's a massive amount of effort. It has to be completely re, you know, hyped, I would say. And, you know, this is that most of the entrants into the market or into the crypto market, they're going to YouTubers like what ran or whatever, ran man or um, uh, invest answers. Um, Crypto Burb, yeah, he 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 supports Litecoin, um, but it, it it's those guys they just push Solana, um, Avax, DeFi. You know, they, they're trying to push that. Okay, you listen to me. I'm going to give you a hundred X or two hundred X alpha, and they're going to they're they're just pushing for that. They're not telling all these people that or these listeners that the way to make money is you place your big biggest bet on your highest conviction idea and let it ride for five years okay that's the way the, the big money or the smart money really makes makes money in the market okay well because they're out to make content can i interrupt you for a minute i yeah, think that's i think that's the way it used to be before DeFi came came into uh came into play but uh now with DeFi going into its second year or a year and a half uh, you know people are making like over a thousand percent interest in DeFi. you know and and they don't care about like my man noah seedman says i don't know if anybody's familiar with him runs a great youtube channel on DeFi, and he's like these people don't care about 500 transactions on on uh, ethereum why because they're making probably millions on on this DeFi, you know, that's gaining them over a thousand percent in in some cases, you know. I mean you got like Alchemex came out uh about a year ago. Self paying loan. This space is changing so fast, you know, it's it's crazy. And uh on the subject of Litecoin, um you got Mimblewimble coming out. Taproot came out that might help. Um, but you got uh, Grayscale holding billions of Litecoin. Uh, what is that? Speednap uh, uses Litecoin. A lot of places use Litecoin. I don't think uh, there's still a lot of FUD in the community about Charlie selling the top. And that's around the first time I came into the space just after that. So I'm here about three years. I'm still learning, but uh, you know what makes me nuts is when people go, "Oh, Charlie will just sell the top again." And it's like, how could he do that? He already sold. What are you, <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know, it was confusing for me when I came into the space because a lot of that was going on, and the people that uh, well, the guy that on onboarded me was uh, into Litecoin. And his circle was into Litecoin. So I'm meeting all these people that are into Litecoin. I'm seeing a lot of 
50-50 on it, you know. So it was uh, I was laid back my first year. And uh, then I lost my wife my second year. COVID hit. So that was uh, that was a rough time. And uh, I didn't have my license. So I couldn't get on, like, these exchanges. And then uh, I ran into uh, Bitcoin ATM. And I started picking it up. I, you know, I pick up Litecoin, Bitcoin, and whatever I need to, um, whatever else I need to pick up, I, I go to an exchange like Change Angel. But, uh, it you know, easy to spend, quick. Um, yeah. Hey, did you end up making it down? I was, in the, I was in that space as you were talking to Clint and Lisa. Did you end up getting down to Florida or no? No, this is the one meetup I didn't go to uh, this year. Like, I went to pretty much everyone. Except, well, I missed two others, like Texas and uh, Kansas City. I went to Chicago twice. I went to Pittsburgh. I went to New Jersey. And then I was just, you know, it's Christmas time, and, you know, I'm going to stay home. Well, apparently they're coming to Ohio soon. And I'll be, oh, yeah? be at the Ohio one, yeah. Okay. He's a, he's a really good guy, man. Really good people. Litecoin Lisa, Clint Westwood, uh, Cus Carpentry, Mitch. Uh, Paulie P, J Mac. J Mac is the one that onboarded me. Um, he was he made like a video that I, run, I was scrolling through Twitter one day and was like, oh, this looks interesting. And like re sparked my interest. Like I heard of Bitcoin before, but like in the back of my head, I got it in the back of my head. And uh, yeah, re sparked my interest and here I am. Doesn't it feel wild that like Clint's like this? Uh... <laughs> It's so funny. I mean, here you got this asset that's worth, I mean, what are we at? $10 billion? Yeah. And Clint's grinding it out. Dude, he, that's Doing all he does, man. He, I know. I love his slogan, too. It's like, uh, what is it? Not pay with Litecoin. Uh, uh, Litecoin. You know, like silver, digital age. What did you say? Sound money for the digital Sound age. Sound money for the digital <laughs> age. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta put that on a card or something, man. That's, I love that quote because it really is. I mean, it's, it's easy to spend, you know, and, uh, you know, I got the block card also. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's a, it's a debit card with a Visa logo on it. And I don't, I don't care if it's, if, if the Visa is using cash to pay for my goods, whatever, whatever helps Litecoin or cryptocurrency as a whole. Cool. Cause in the future, somebody's going to build something where we ain't going to even need Visa or MasterCard, but they're here to help. And you could use it now. Yeah, like, you know, you talk about rebranding, Taryn. Uh, I've kind of felt like a really, a niche that is not being hit at all is like this blue collar niche. Right? Everyone's appealing. To, and granted, they're not a big buyer of cryptos at this point in time. But uh, They're coming, though. They're coming. I mean, there there's institutional interest in Litecoin. Like, it's, I feel like that's going to be one of the biggest like anybody can go size. on the grayscale website and look at how much they hold in Litecoin. They can look at all their holdings. Yeah. Litecoin. And we're, and we're just getting started, right? So yeah. yeah. So the time to get into this idea of like, hey, you know, I do I think the community has got a very good vibe to it. And I think that comes from Charlie. Not you, Charlie. The real Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just just like soft spoken, like we're not we're not here to like puff our chest out we're just like we'll go to work type of thing right 
And I like that, like, it just works or something along those lines where it's like, you know, it just you know, keeps its head down and, and does does its job, you know? Yeah. And I think there, there's, there's a, man, how many people just work blue-collar jobs that could use some fucking crypto? Yeah. I, I think Litecoin is getting to the point where you don't even want to spend that, you know? Like, it, it's going to, what is it at? Like 150? It was it was at 280 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, it was fluctuating up and down uh, the year before. But I mean, I mean, Litecoin is it's the second. Like somebody said, we just passed the 10 year anniversary. No downtime. Once businesses start educating themselves and start learning about this, they can. You know, this floods shit in the, within the community is not going to matter. These are the facts. You know, oh, yeah. it's, been, it's been up 10 years, no downtime, da-da-da-da-da, and all the all the uh, technicals that go with it. It's going to go, man. It's, it's just going to, you know, take off like a freaking rocket. You know, once people start, once, once the businesses and corporations start educating themselves on that, it's, it's a, a good asset as Bitcoin. It has a little more supply but the, uh, you know, that's how I feel anyway. But yeah. well, I think still a long way off. I, I'd be interested to think about this way. Like, because to me, I'm with you. Like, as long as we we are still sitting there next to Bitcoin on exchanges and in grayscale and everywhere you look, yeah. Bitcoin and Litecoin are together. Yeah. That's ultimately what matters. And, you know, Taryn, you've said this, the adoption is the key, right? And it's it's a survival game. And what, what the biggest fear I have is that we get drowned out and that, uh, you know, some new company comes on, they want it. They're going to accept Bitcoin, Ethereum and something else. Yeah. All of a sudden Dogecoin doesn't have, or I'm sorry, Litecoin doesn't have the volume or the activity and it's just not worth the effort. But I do know it's also a very easy ad. Bitcoin Litecoin's code is so similar. I think it's pretty pretty simple to add Litecoin when you have Bitcoin already. Hey, excuse me to interrupt for a minute, but um, I heard somebody. I heard one of you guys talking about the nodes and it's a low supply. Uh, this guy Master BTC LTC posted uh, something about a node, a Litecoin node, and I, I hit the link and it's like two hundred fifty dollars. It's all put together. I, I retweeted it because I don't know how to add it to the space. Uh, yeah. So if Send you guys want to check it out, uh, you just tweeted it. I'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did look at that, and because I saw there was a girl. Uh, I think it's that she's abrasive as shit. The D plus plus lady. I don't you know. know. Nah. Yeah, I know who you're talking. About. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indigo knows. He's been in these spaces, but um. She had like these little pre pre made nodes, right? Like shipping, like plug and play. I think basically, is this? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Hold on, I've got it, Charlie. I'll set it up here. It's a little expensive, two fifty. But I mean, I didn't really look into it yet. I just, you know, I do want to. I do want to get a node, and I want to run a Litecoin node or a Lightning node next year. Uh, you know, who here has uh, downloaded Omni Light? I have. I have. I don't know how to use it. Yet. I have, but it's it's, it's a node. Useful. It's a it, node. It is a node. It is a node. You're you're right. But the 
the node the master is is talking about yeah kind of it's kind of cheaper than I mean the Raspberry Pi so is it cheaper I think so yeah because I was because it comes around. pre-housed right it comes pre-housed yeah it's yeah it's plug and play yeah yeah so that's what people it. want man. that's what people want they don't want to build yeah. stuff and everybody's not a geek and into that stuff and they just want to plug and play that's it it's fun but most people want that and I think that's a good idea promoting that yeah and it's not that expensive yeah I'm gonna look into uh, buying one myself yeah I was I was gonna exactly. say I'm a, week, the, I'm a uh, paycheck to paycheck guy you know so like I don't have a lot of Litecoin. I don't have a lot of Bitcoin. Uh, you know, um, so, like, whatever I can buy, I do when I can. And uh, yes. and I'm just going to keep stacking, you know. It's right. I got a buddy who's, like, he paints for a living. He's a painter. And it's every so often he'll come over and be like, because for a while, like, he didn't, he didn't even have a he didn't have a desktop. He didn't have a laptop. He didn't have a computer in his house. Yeah, and he bar- he had like a literally a flip phone up until like a year ago. Wow! <laughs> so he he bought a ledger, and he would just give me a couple hundred bucks every once in a while. I'd come over and I'd go on Coinbase, buy it, and ship it to him. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and that's 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 what I mean. And he sees the value. That's what in the it. system's he- for. It's a peer to peer system. Like you know, people don't don't get it. Like I can't get on an exchange, so I I can't buy crypto. No, you, somebody else could buy crypto and just swing it for you you know the best marketing we could have is how do we like what's that quick conversation you know explain crypto to a friend in two minutes you know that's a hard i I had this guy met just was hanging out and uh just just sitting next to him i was finishing a beer and i started talking to him and we ended up chatting for a while and it's hard to sit there and like in a very clean, succinct way, how do I deliver this message? And it doesn't sound like you don't have to start getting into like world economics and you don't have to talk about yeah. the blockchain yeah. and the blocks and yeah, yeah, yeah. money and all this shit. People, they just like block at it. It's just, they're out, they're checked out. You know, have you ever listened to uh, Alex Mashinsky speak? No, no. Um, He's one of those guys you just like like when you pick up a book and you can't put it down because it's so good, you know. He's like one of those talkers. You saying and I'm I, not that way, Charlie? No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> my point is, my point is, uh, I was getting to it. Like he sticks to the same story whenever wherever he goes because he does a lot of talks, like a lot of friggin' talks, AMAs, the whole night. You know, media. Um, stage talks, events, like he sticks to the same story when he talks about his Celsius network and it resonates. It's, you know, people start to pick it up and it resonates, right? We have to find like a a basic pitch and stick to it to where we don't veer off into different subjects where people just resonate with it. Whatever explanation is given, you definitely have to start off by saying Alice and Bob. Who? Oh yeah, <laughs> Allison Bob. Who's that? A, what do you mean? There, you know, every transact. Go watch An- Antonopoulos, right? Everything's Alice send wants to send money to Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alice sends the transaction, you know. I've been listening. And to Charlie, him. Charlie should be C. So here you go. I used to listen to him. He he he, he uses too much, too big a vocabulary for me sometimes. 
but he knows hey, much well. mining. Yeah, much mining. You came up, you wanted to say something, and you backed off. Is there something? I'm interested in people who do mining. If you have a unique perspective here. Hey, my man, Master is in here. That's the guy who uh, notified me about the the node. He's a big. Yeah, he's selling. I think because he's selling. <laughs> is he? Master, are you I selling sell. those? Grab the mic, bro. I'm telling you, Master. I'm convinced is like in it. I, th- I think he runs Litecoin.com. I think he's running. I have suspicions about him. See, he's quiet. He's a Litecoin Maxi, man. He's a Litecoin Maxi. <laughs> he is. I don't know why he still has BTC in his title. Yeah. He's, he's definitely the Litecoin CEO. Stammer. <laughs> yep. I would agree. Like being quiet. Well, so, hey, uh, Al, because I did ask Al to come in because I thought here's a good, maybe a good week to have that basics of Litecoin. And we very informally, I was like, hey, dude, why don't you come in and talk about that thread you put together? So what was the, your thread was just what? Kind of the state of Litecoin, right? Honestly, I just, I I think it was Saturday or Sunday. I just woke up and had nothing to do. And I was like, today sounds like a good day to write about Litecoin. Yeah. Can you pin it? Can you pin it to the space? Yeah, yeah. Let me find it. Or do you know how to do that? If you have it, I'll. If not, you go to the, you go to the tweet and share it. Hit the share button, and you should be able to pin it to the room. I got it. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Litecoin's bull case revisited, right? Yeah. It was a good. It was good. I'm I really. Yeah, I think this is this is my first time ever even speaking on a spaces, so I don't even know how to up, upload anything on here. I got it. I got it. It's it should be up there. Yeah, it's just a share button. Um, it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah, I see it. So yeah, it's just the share button on the tweet itself, and then you share. Yeah, let's it. walk. Let's walk through it. All right. So you talked about. Well, okay, what's your so? You know what? For a, for a little bit, I thought you were. Your name somehow to me got associated with Franklin. Franklin. Remember Franklin Richards or whatever the guy with the that English accent, really thick English accent. Yeah, videos I like five years ago. For some reason, I thought you were him for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just got confused. Really? Because he's like disappeared. You thought I was his his secret account or something? Or... Yeah, I don't know why. I, I, maybe he had written under some use that word or something. You H A U S E or something. Maybe I don't know. There was some for some reason I thought there was some association because he did disappear, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe Jack Bandham. You know who yeah, else has been I gone? think he was a he was a Litecoin Foundation director, but I don't remember what he was a director of. But yeah, I, I remember seeing him speak at um on the online uh, live stream of the Litecoin Summit. I think it was twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, and yeah, after that, I think he just disappeared. I, I don't know what happened to him. And I think he still is on the foundation. He's a developer too. Yeah, I think he's still. Uh, I feel like he's still. I remember yeah, there was he was at litecoin.com is what this says. There there was some litecoin drama that went on with him involved and I I think he I don't know. Honestly I don't I don't really know too much about it to to speak about it. You know who else disappeared that I'm really trying to figure out is Nick Sabo. I don't know if you guys know who Nick Sabo is. But he created Bitgold. He was like one of the first cypherpunks. And he was posting, he would post all the time 
up until March of last year. And then dead. Gone. Isn't that when the, like, you know, everybody was getting kicked off YouTube and, you know, fucking Jack about it, uh, killing accounts on, uh, on Twitter. I know, um, the hell's her name? Irish Girl Crypto. She's like one of the biggest accounts on Twitter that does giveaways. Okay. She was she was kicked off a of Twitter and had to go to Instagram for a while, and you know now she's back. But you know a lot of people are getting kicked off Twitter and YouTube. No, I mean his account's still there. He just stopped posting. I was like, that's weird, but I think he's uh, he's one of those guys who they say might be Satoshi, right? And honestly, I I think he's probably one. He'd, he'd probably be my top candidate for being Satoshi, and it's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. He's just a, a super smart dude. Super smart guy. Yeah. I like him a lot. Uh, obviously, right? Um, hey, Big Chief. You got Bitcoin and an E for Ethereum. You're running Doge and Litecoin Core, and you're mining? I like it, man. Nice. All in. Well, he's... But he can't connect his phone for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Smartphones, bro. All that tech, and you can't even connect to a Twitter space. Keep that a bitch. I don't know. It's just spinning. All right. Has anybody uh, read, um, what's his name? Gerald Vata, his uh, medium about uh, Satoshi and who he is. He supposedly found out who he is. Let's see if I can find that link. Everyone says Adam back. That's what, that seems to be the consensus. But right, so uh, not Cuban. Adam, Adam Beck is one of those guys who he he's the reason why I wish Satoshi's identity is never known. Because because <laughs> every every tweet I see from Adam Beck is like, oh my god, so like I, the, I like very very toxic. I guess I agree. I hope it's not him. Charlie is Satoshi. What's up, my fellow Litecoiners? Much mining here. Yeah, hey, I have much mi- all right, much mining. Uh, what did you have to say earlier? You stepped back. I felt I feel like I accidentally ignored you. Too I'm, uh, no, to, to be honest, I had to take a step back myself because that Litecoin uh, node box really uh, grinded my gears because a majority of people that are going to buy that damn box won't know how to open a port in their router, so it's going to be useless and a waste of money. Well, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. Master LTC is in here. Why don't you come up? Because he's the one. So, Matt, make a video. Setting these up. Make a video about it. Well, see, I I made a. I actually made one for Dogecoin nodes, and I showed people how to open ports. I'm just saying, there's no instructions on that. It just really grinded my gear. Are they similar? Since since it's for Dogecoin, is it? And that was built on Bitcoin, right? Or no, that was built on Litecoin, right? Basically both, if you will. But yeah, Litecoin technically. Yeah, so wouldn't it be similar? Yeah. Oh, no, it's 100% similar, yeah. I, I think they use different okay. ports, though, if I'm not mistaken. But just still, you open, okay. up, open them up the same way. You should put that information in your tutorial. Though. Well, I, I'll tell you what, make... whoever, whoever runs into that, because I'll I tell you what, I, you know, like, I was really shocked that Doge got as big as it did. Like, I had, I was talking to people about Bitcoin for, like, Two years, especially my coworkers, they didn't want to hear about it. Then, like all of a sudden, it's coming to me about Dogecoin. <laughs> like, what the hell? 
you know, but that's how it is. So, like, you know, whatever gets people into the space, but... Yeah, Dogecoin definitely got a lot of people into the space, man, for real. It got me into the space. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in IT, you know, I've been in IT, and I got my Cisco certified, you know, thingies, whatever, and I've been scared to get into Bitcoin or anything myself, and it wasn't until Dogecoin and... You know, I thought the whole point that cryptocurrency was a joke because I always thought it was a joke, you know, for the last 10 years. I said, yeah. screw it and got into it. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. Well, no. <laughs> the point I'm making is like you should put that info in your tutorial because you never know like what's going to, you know, where where the masses are going to come in from. You well, know, they see that you could, you know, you could do that with, with uh, you got tutorial on Litecoin. Well, right. And, you know, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I will put that on the to-do list because what a lot of people don't know is that Dogecoin is nothing without Litecoin. Like, uh, you know, right. Doge, when, when you mine Litecoin, you're technically mining Litecoin and Dogecoin. You don't single-handedly mine Dogecoin. There, are, there is no such thing as a Dogecoin miner. You're mining Litecoin, which in turn mines Dogecoin. And a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. So we Dogecoin would not exist, or it wouldn't be. You know, I know Litecoin has cheap fees and stuff, but Dogecoin also has the cheap, the cheaper fees and whatnot. And if if it was just Dogecoin by itself, it wouldn't be feasible to run it at all, and it, it'd be gone. Man, this is going to be an un unpopular uh, opinion, but I think Digibyte is like the most undervalued coin in the crypto space period like the most i don't know what it is like i came like i said i came here like three years ago i got a little information about you know jared tate nobody wanted to list him whatever but i mean the system just works fucking flawless you know you have the digi id five algorithms this that the other thing you, you know they're going to be able to build nfts on it now they have digi assets it's it's just like everybody dumps on it. It's crazy. Well, one issue with Digibyte is it's not on as many exchanges or on ramps and off ramps as Bitcoin and Litecoin. Right. Well, um, so it doesn't have that big. It doesn't have that network effect. You yeah. Know? Well. Yeah. That was one of the big problems. Is that um, it supposes supposedly, supposedly decentralized, and and people get. Paid, these uh, exchanges get paid to list the coins. I think that's like one of the main issues about it being listed. Like people could list it; they had they had no problem getting getting it listed if they wanted to. This, <laughs> but, this, is, this is like an interesting thing because the reality is, you know, we're in we're in a fiat world, right? And it takes fiat to get exposure to the thing to escape fiat. Because I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I look at some of these assets that are. If you're an old school crypto person, you're like, well, okay, nope. Check check box number one has to be it's got to be proof of work, right? Yeah. So you can eliminate ninety nine percent of the cryptos. All right. And you're left with this basket of coins, and you go, these are like legit assets. Why are they not? Why is Coinbase? I said this to. I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I love Litecoin. I love Litecoin because those are the people who onboarded me and and helped me throughout my time up until now. And all this, and it's it's a great it's a great coin to use. It's quick and everything, but Digibyte is actually faster by like half the time. It's it's right. it's amazing that, is, that, so, that everybody dumped on it. 
I'm going to be like a like Bitcoin it taken all... And this is their arguments against Litecoin is they will say Litecoin does not have the same network, network effect as Bitcoin. And I could kind of turn that around and say the same thing about Digibyte from a Litecoin perspective. Um, Explain. So, so the network effect, one is you could say, look at all the exchanges that Bitcoin's on or Litecoin's on. Digibyte's not right. on the same number of exchanges. The second thing you right, could say right. is look at all the different, um, uh, what's it called? BitPay, for example, or Robinhood, or uh, any of these other major exchanges. You could even say um, in Japan, they recently had a, a fund. I think, I forgot what it's called, the exact term, but I don't think Digibyte's on there. In Germany, there's also like, uh, I believe there's an ETF, Bitcoin, Litecoin's on there, but Digibyte's not on. Uh, so Bitcoiners will say the same thing about Litecoin and they'll point to a few things where Litecoin's not on. Um, I'm just turning it around and saying that's another degree down uh, from Litecoin, which is Digibyte. Yeah. You can't say so do, it is. Do you feel like that's, you feel like that's temporary, though? Do you feel like it's temporary? Possibly. Like as far as um, over time? It really like, does like depend as... on the community. It really does depend on the community. Yep. If the community right. can pick it up and get it running. I don't hear anything from Digibyte. I don't know. Digibyte's got a pretty damn good... Digibyte's got a pretty damn good community, and they just haven't been able to lift it. And so recently, like it, you know, sparked a few cents up and down, but yeah, they got a really good community. They mm -hmm. and they're all over Twitter, you know, talking about it. But I think yeah. it's more like what you said, it's not on a lot of exchanges. Uh, and, and you know, it's a popularity thing, but the technicals are still there, right? Like it still works and it works flawless, it's very quick. Like I could lie, like. One of the one of the things is the DigiID, right? Uh, everybody used to use LastPass or some other thing to store their passwords, right? Well, I could I could log in with my wallet and set up a QR code and not have to worry about my passwords. My wallet is my ID wherever I go. That's one of, like that's one of the benefits well, that last I week, last week I was talking to the guy from Cakewall, you know, he's a Monero guy, and I was saying, Man, it's gotta make you mental that like Coinbase is listing everything and they won't list Monero. Yeah. Same thing with Digi I know the Digibyte community's just gotta be like, What the hell is going on? Here? I, I wish hey. Monero would be more accepted. Uh, it's the only privacy uh you know, coin that I'll ever use and you know I've used it a couple times. <laughs> I like that it's not on centralized exchanges, just to keep it real. That actually like, is a valid point, you know. I, there's no yeah. fucking way I'm using Monero on a centralized exchange ever, ever. So like, it just proves more it that it works. Where do you where do you get it? There's a lot of ways that you Dark can get alley. it if you want to get some. <laughs> yup. Are you are you are you into the whole you know sex worker revolution here? <laughs> Are you a terrorist by any chance? Yeah, if you're a terrorist, <laughs> Monero is for you. I mean, I, I, you know, I should have a, a bag myself of Monero because I, I, I agree, it's like one of the first privacy coins and very smart, fluffy pony, very smart uh, dude. It works. Yeah. So is this, all, is works. this all just fluff? Is this all just like weird mania distractions from what we? What we see out there is like, look, we all we all know what the legit assets are. 
Well, no, for mm -hmm. me personally, it, I, was, I was just about to say is, you know, like I live paycheck to paycheck. So distributing my buys is much tougher in this market because everything's high, you know. So my, my goal is to accumulate Bitcoin and Litecoin that I could, right. you know, if I need to yeah, spend it yeah. to, it's, you know, Litecoin is very liquid. If I need to spend it, it's very easy to do where Bitcoin's harder to do. You know, just because yeah. of the transaction time alone. Um, so that's yeah. Keep going back to like that. I like this. I the thought process of you know. Yeah. Blue, well, Bitcoin power, is uh, coin, Bitcoin right? has gotten very yeah. much easier to spend in the in the three years that I've been here. I've seen a lot change, huge change with just the QR codes alone. You know, it's, it's been so much easier dealing with the QR code than that long encrypted key or you know whatever you call it. Freaking, Hundred freaking coded message. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know it's getting neat. But so my uh, so my focus is on like buying Bitcoin and Litecoin, and you know if I come into some extra money, maybe I'll buy like I bought some Matic, I bought some Chainlink because I believe in those companies. Think they're doing good things. Can, can I be honest with what I've been buying, man? I've been buying random ass coins, fifty to a hundred dollars, because I, I just assume that one of them is bound to take off and then dive real quick. So I'm hoping to make a quick buck. <laughs> that's that's not a bad idea, man. That that's worked out for quite a lot of people. Uh, I've I've a couple of friends in particular that you know they just have a little bit of uh, disposable money. They'll chuck a hundred at everything, and sure, ninety percent of them go to fucking nothing but if one of them does a 50x it's well worth it right. not I mean, a bad I idea i need to learn how to do that myself like i gotta <laughs> learn to use these you gotta read a lot of uh you gotta read a lot of bullshit white papers though and <laughs> yeah, so not, it, not it, a, a major difference between not really anything with a, a new one on, on the end of it is gonna move <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so I think uh, a major difference between this year and, and the past few years is that it seems like VCs, um, basically rich people behind the scenes, are, are finding their strategy for monetizing this space. And, I mean, if you see all the, the coins that are in the top 20 uh, right now, a lot of them had ICOs, right? I mean, all the ones that are pumping, they all had early VCs get in. They all had people like the, the Suzus and the the um, three arrows capital and everything investing so it seems like right now basically they're, they're becoming pros at monetizing the space now so it, it is it has been a little bit harder on proof of work chains and i understand what you're saying that digibyte the digibyte argument i mean sure it might be like a great form of money um everything you were saying right now kind of reminded me exactly what like coiners say and <laughs> and uh, uh towards bitcoiners like it's all pretty much the same and i think we're, we're all part of the same thing and we're up against something bigger which is just people trying to make money out of these ico launches and everything well i think they are i, I think they are kind of similar well they are the similar in speed anyway i don't know about the uh like i think digibyte has more algorithms but i'm not into that the very technical yeah i think he's just saying in principle it's like a yeah, you're up against a tidal wave of investment money for limited amount of God space in people's brains, and it's like it's it's like we're playing two different games. 
And I think I think I said that a while ago, right? Like we almost need to come up with a different name for true cryptocurrency. Like there's crypto assets and there's cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. There is. And these assets are just like, like when you see an article and it's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. When, when you buy, when you buy, you know, when you buy those crypto assets, what are you, you know, you're investing in something. I mean, technically you're investing in something, but most people are investing in, they don't even know what they just think it's a coin or their currency that they can buy and spend or do whatever hodl to death. But yeah, you're investing in the, the platform behind that asset or token, if you will. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's the problem with the way those, a lot of those things are is they really should be companies. And, you know, there's reasons and there are laws. Um, if you follow Gary Gensler and what he said about the cryptocurrency industry, he says that pretty much if you host, if you're in an exchange and you have more than five coins on there, you're probably selling an unregistered security. And so if you listen to Gary Gensler, and if you listen to what he's trying to say about these exchanges or what he's going to do, he's going to go to these exchanges and he's going to tell them to delist everything that doesn't really follow what he, he's a, he, he believes in, uh, you know, Nakamoto's invention. He doesn't say he does say Bitcoin, but he also says Nakamoto's invention. So all these other stuff that you're looking to invest in, you're kind of taking like a VC approach into that investing into an unregistered security which probably probably is going to hit some type of regulation down the line. So to me, those are like really big gambles. And that's why I'm more of into like, you know, proof of work and, you know, something like Bitcoin, Litecoin, and even Dogecoin, uh, because they fit that, you know, narr- that model that Gary Gensler say are commodities. But, yeah. Uh, but, but nobody you know. uses Dogecoin, right? Like, literally nobody except yeah, for... But not yet. yet. Not yet. I mean, again, there's only 12... We're talking about... Bitcoin has 8,000 nodes. We're, I, I'm getting more and more convinced we're at the absolute baby stages, even though we've been around 10 years. Yeah. You know how few people understand, like, why it's important to have a proper security model and, like, that the fees being in place to incentivize uh, miners and to prevent attacks of the network by like yep. massive tra- I mean I'm going to say no I'm going to say no but it should be promoted more uh, the importance of that should be promoted more people should talk about it more and uh, and uh, today did you see that Nick Carter article today and that kid's young I don't know if you guys saw that him and uh, I shared it I'll, I'll share right now. It was cool. a it was a great article, I, and I I mean I don't know I know that kid's been he's really good thing, um, smart he's kid really good yeah. But man, it was written really well, and it just broke down this proof of stake versus proof of work thing and why fees are important. And it wasn't calling out any particular chain, but it was a uh, really it, good. It, it was one of those you get like pumped up. You're like, yeah, this is, they're saying exactly what I want to say, right? Oh, shit, yeah, the, the one thing I don't like that people have about the proof of work versus proof of stake is proof of work requires people from all over the world running them miners and them machines 
And I, I really hate how people sit there and say, oh, it uses all the damn electricity and, you know, it's not good for the environment. And I just want to tell those people to shut the hell up. You don't know yeah, what you're talking you know, that's, about. That's what the media does. That's what the media uh, does for the establishment is to promote uh, bad information that make people fight against each other. And- I'll have you know that I run all my Litecoin miners on 100% renewable electric. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's, that's besides the point, though, because it really doesn't use that much energy compared to most things. But that's exactly right. what the media does is post post statements that make people debate about it. And now you're fighting about some something insignificant well, they're, they're being that you should be talking them. about, you know, mining and, and all this stuff and what what the Bitcoin is really about. Yeah, they're just the market. They're just the marketing arm of bankers yeah. and Wall Street. So I mean, I, I you know, so they're on the side of the bankers. You know? Yeah, they're very is uh, a non KYC coins are very bad for them. If you're in crypto, listening to the media, I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and they still call like when they'll say like. You can get a share of Litecoin for $150. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> These aren't shares. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. you know, you got to expect that. We we grown up in a in a system that used fiat all its life. And I always say, you know, you've been in fiat all your life, and it's never went up in value. You were, like, born before 72. It, it literally lost value your whole life. You know, Bitcoin solves that it you know more valuable it goes it has uh principles that has like you know uh, a solid supply it's never going to be fucked with it's never going to be manipulated i mean just on just on that alone you should be looking into it and and switching over all right i'm gonna i'm gonna back up to al's so uh, cheap cheap prices oh more more coin for us so I don't understand why doing the promotion and taking away that from us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, no, you're yeah. right. It's a pa- it's a patience game. It's it's hard. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, like nobody takes into into their calculations that the rest of the world, like the civilized world, like the first world, is like 500 million, right? 600 million. What about the rest of the world? We have a network that is working globally. Yep. So I don't Absolutely. think it needs, it needs that much of. Well, you know what? If you guys read that article I posted about from that Nick, uh, whatever his name is, uh, what was, what I got done reading it, it made me go, it made me realize like the best option is many functional chains, like spreading the workload out among these all all trusted chains because there there are limitations there's physical limitations to storage and uh you know block size and all that type of stuff and so the best thing we can have is like hey digibyte becomes the the currency of i don't know maybe russia is attracted to digibyte and litecoin becomes you know uh latin america and bitcoin is the first world and and uh bcash is 
Madagascar or something. I don't know, but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like everybody yeah. needs to have. I think there will be preferences, and there's going to be. But we, the more we have, the it's better. It keeps fees down. It makes it more decentralized, and there's so many benefits to having. I, I don't even care if you want to have a Bitcoin too. The longer they've been running around and they're secure and they're decentralized and they work, that's good. And like, if you can run four nodes, that's good. And like, what much mining's doing, mining three, four different to- coins, tokens, whatever, that's good. When it comes to money, I don't think we really need anything more than Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Doge. You could probably make the argument also for Monero. Um, so, honestly, what's the, what's yeah, the harm? So, what's the harm? You know, need I mean, is different. Than, no, there's definitely yeah, go so going going on with what else what you were saying earlier. Even Satoshi Nakamoto and Hal Finney were working on other project, another project that wasn't Bitcoin. It was working on uh, Namecoin. Uh, I think it's BitDNS or something uh, at the time. And he Satoshi Nakamoto first proposed merge mining. Now this is why we're able to do this with Dogecoin. <laughs> Is because it's a Satoshi Nakamoto idea of using the same uh, miners to protect two or multiple networks. And he talks about multi-chains as well for different reasons, because each blockchain, as you were saying earlier, does, you know, uh, has its limitations. And so you don't want to overload the Bitcoin network with everything under the sun. You want to split it out for different uses. So that was the idea behind BitDNS or Namecoin. And it hasn't really taken off. The idea of it is, is like owning your own domain in a, a decentralized way. Because Google.com could actually still be taken away from Google uh, with the way it's currently set up. Um, and so that's, that was the whole idea is like having that scarce asset and you control the keys to that, to that name. Um, there's other reasons and other things that might come uh, that we might need. Who knows? You know, the future is so far ahead of us. And, um, but basically right now, I think is what we need is just money and we need everyone to be able to have self-custody. Everyone needs to be able to hold their own keys. Lightning is more like a check-ins account. And for most people, they should keep their wealth on chain, but Bitcoin cannot do that alone. And that's where I think silver comes in, uh, digital silver, Litecoin comes in. And even I think of, uh, uh, Dogecoin as digital copper. Copper was actually used as a currency. I mean, people are carrying around like plate-sized coins, literally a size of a plate. But, um, you know, it's still money. It's still valuable. And at least we don't have that problem in the digital era of digital copper, silver, and gold. You know, you don't have to worry about carrying that around. Um, So with that being said, all those three, if you look at those three alone, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Dogecoin, and how many transactions they can process per block or in a year, how many transactions they all could process in a year, that's actually more than enough for the whole entire world population right now to be able to have self-custody uh, between those three. So that's, that's my philosophy and my philosophy. What kind of fees would you be paying, though? That's a really well, good point. That's a really good point. The fees like two, paying, two to five like, cents, something like that? That's a good question. Um, to just do one, tra- the way I see it is everyone should be, at least be able to do one on-chain transaction a year. I hear, but some people might want to be able to do 365 transactions a year, one transaction a day. I think that, uh, I don't know what the fee would be like, to be honest. Oh, you're talking about with but, 
assuming like but but you could do things like you could do um batching you could also do uh you could just wait for the fees to go low like on the weekends the fees are lower so you could just probably do like a delay to to have that on chain transaction settle so if the fees are high you could wait and that's what bitcoiners say but again they're not really taking the scaling problem to like its eventual end of 7.5 billion people using cryptocurrencies uh, as a way to store their wealth. And so, yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, Matt, like, adoption of where there's no currencies besides cryptocurrencies. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a long ways away, right? But even then, yeah. you know, the thing is, right now, Bitcoin can handle 500 million transactions a year, max, you know? With, if they implement MWeb, it could do a million, a billion transactions a year. Um, Litecoin could do four times that, so that's five billion transactions a year. And Dogecoin can do ten times that. So uh, I said, uh, what's it, one billion? That's ten billion. That's fifteen billion transactions a year between Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Dogecoin. You know, and there's seven billion people. So that's about actually two billion, two transactions per person a year, on average. That's that's not. I don't think you're paying much of a fee having to do that. Um, so yeah, many, I mean, sometimes Bitcoin Visa, fee will be high. Hey, do you know how many transactions Visa processes in a year? No, I think it's a lot though. Yeah, she's done a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so remember that's looking where the Lightning Network like... comes into play, you know, for day-to-day -day transactions. So I, I see the Lightning Network as everyone's checking account. You know, you could atomic swap between all three of these chains, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Dogecoin, into LNBTC, LNLTC, or LNDoge, you know. Uh, and then you could do all your transactions you want on there. You could do a transaction per second on there and not have to really occur any fees. But then at the end of the day, what it comes down to is putting it into your savings account and taking self-custody and holding your own keys. If you're able to hold your own keys, you're, you're in control, right? You're not worried about a custodial service uh, doing some type of, what's it called, um, uh, fractional reserve uh, banking, where they say they have, let's say, one Bitcoin, but in reality, they only have half a Bitcoin. When you deal with custodial services, that's what you run into the risk of. That's Any Binance of right now services. with Dogecoin, right now. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. For sure, Coinbase with Bitcoin, um, BlockFi yep. with everything they probably do some fractional reserve banking in some form. So that means at the end of the day, they're open to a bank run, you know, and if that happens, they're going to become insolvent. And if you have anything in there, you lose your wealth, you know, it goes, it's gone. There's no FDIC insurance or anything in there. Your wealth is gone. So that's why it is important to hold your own keys. Now with lightning people. Yeah. Well, anyways, I want to interrupt you because I want to give you some information. You ready? Total transactions. Visa in 2020 did 188 billion transactions. Union Pay, which is an, I don't know who they own, but they did 151 billion and MasterCard did 113 billion. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So about 425 billion transactions between those three. And that doesn't include American Express or Discover. I don't have those stats. Are they still alive? Yeah, I use Discover. 
I don't know why. I get my 5% cash back on certain things. <laughs> I don't care for reward. I don't care for miles. I'll take. I'll just take my dollars back. And Lightning will allow you to do those same number of transactions. Like, as I said, you could do a transaction per second on Lightning and incur almost no cost. So you do a, a, a summary and atomic swap from Bitcoin on chain to LNBTC, and then you could do your thousand transactions a second if you wanted to. I mean, do you feel like? Do you guys feel like this is a reality? It is. You could do this today. But I'm saying that national currencies are going to just disappear. In a long time, I think they they will, but not, not, not in a, not in our lifetime. I don't think a a lot of currencies that doesn't exist anymore. Like in the whole Europe. In the whole Europe, they have like twenty-seven different. Well, right, but they but they, they still have a lo- they still have a currency. No, it got replaced. Not anymore. But I mean, yeah. it got replaced by the euro. So, but the euro, yeah. Oh yeah, you're Hope Greek. For right? a state back, Greek currency. Greece basically single-handedly is going to ruin the euro, right? Uh, <laughs> the euro was going. The euro was going to destroy the euro. I know. Just but yeah. Greece was you know no Greece was a big part of it. Yeah, and Spain. Spain has like fifty percent unemployment or something. Yeah. Italy. Crazy. Ireland, France, everywhere. <laughs> Germany <Seriously>? is basically <laughs> propping yeah, them all basically, up. Yeah, basically only Germany. I think there's always going to be a need for a stable financial currency in countries. Something yeah, of course. you know. Something to convert, you know, Bitcoin, sure, it could be the, the, I don't know what the hell El Salvador is thinking, but, you know, if it were to crash, then people wouldn't want to spend it. And people know that it goes up and down. So, you know, people aren't going to want that as their stable currency that they know that they can go out and buy a, a loaf of bread with, you know. See, I, I keep coming back to, like, I don't think that it need. like, I like the person-to-person transaction. I think you should use them when you can, similar to, like, a cash or gold or silver. But we don't need to handle every single transaction that ever occurs anywhere. I, I think I think Elon Musk had a good point. Uh, you know, a few months ago, put up a tweet about scaling uh, scaling Bitcoin that everyone made fun of him for 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 saying that it should be uh, scaled by exchanges. I think he actually had a good point, um, but. Honestly, it's not the ideal because it's not your keys, your coin. But like, imagine Venmo, where you deposit five bucks into your Venmo account, I deposit five bucks into my Venmo account, and I send you my five bucks. You're, you're, they're not actually sending you my five bucks. Like, like they're just changing the numbers within their system. So I think something like that could also potentially grow on on Bitcoin and like. Oh, that's just another layer two solution. That's another form of Lightning. As, uh, is just within a custodial service. You could do this today with Venmo, and you could send, you know, your dollars. But really, all it is is, you know, Venmo's backend server that just has the ledger that's keeping track of everything. Um, and he's right. That's definitely one of the ways that scaling will be done is through custodial services. People are going to use custodial services. You know, not everyone's going to be non-custodian, hold your own keys. It's just not practical for most people. It's not as easy. If what happens if you lose your password? People like the banks because, you know, if I forgot my password, I have a customer service to be able to help me gain back access again. You know, with the power of holding your own keys, it does take a lot of responsibility that most people just don't have or care to actually do. You know, it's just not 
from a UI perspective, feasible for people to really hold their own keys. Yeah, like do, do you so, guys, do, I, I had I had like a phone I'm getting rid of, right? Like just tonight, and I was like, uh, okay, I got to move. You know, going through all my apps. Okay, where do I have coins? How do I move them? You know, I had my wife come down. Hey, open up a wall. Get a light wallet. Sadly, I haven't I haven't orange pilled her yet. But um, you know, just it, it's it's stressful, like you're saying. Most people don't want to deal with that stuff. I'm actually gonna circle back because Taryn, you were talking last week about near NCR, NRC, near NFCs, and some way of some way of handling that. I I liked what you were talking about with that last week. I'm I'm intrigued. Have you done like a lot of thought? Put a lot of thought into that, or is that just a just a rough idea? What's going on? What's what what was that? No, that was just a on the spot, you know, idea that I had um, to support the conversation. So for for people who are not part of that, what I was trying to say, <clears throat> excuse me. So like how you can do an airdrop with your iPhone and share photos and things like that, that's done through near field communication, um, like a peer to peer, um, you know, connectivity set up between two devices. Um, you know, the, the reason why, one of the reasons why I've been kind of like thinking on those lines is because to me, that gives me the ultimate independence from any cloud server, from any, any mining system anywhere. And that way I can exchange monetary value in exchange for something, um, you know, face to face, um, and if I want to, you know, there has to, you know, then if you want to go, you know, through whatever email and stuff like that, well, that's not NFC. Okay. So I, I was just strictly thinking about, okay, hey, I go to a store, I have 500 Litecoin, and I want to spend some dollar amount or some denomination. I, I just take my phone and dial in the number and then use the application that it's all everything stored on to just send it to, you know. Well, like you're saying they almost have just like a reader that's transmitting. Correct. Correct. receiving wallet. Yeah. And you just, you engage with it just like an airdrop. Yeah. To, that to me is the easiest form to introduce crypto to, um, you know, the blue collar. The masses. Know, yeah, to the masses. Because for, you know, if you look at the problem of, like most people, I mean, there's some number of people out there who are not, don't have a bank account for whatever reason, okay? Um, and that's not only USA, it's in Africa, it's in Asia. And for them to get into the banking system is not easy. So how do we get them to exchange monetary values is through these kind of really simple technologies. At least that's what, from my experience, um, you know, I, I, I'm used to selling very, very scientific, what you call complicated software to big customers like Ford and stuff like that. It takes like one year, one or two years to make a deal. And, you know, on the other hand, once you explain things in very simple terms that this is easy to adopt, it just, the whole sale goes much smoother and faster. Now, a lot, it took me some time to understand crypto. 
and I'm and I have an engineering background, um, and to find the value in LTC versus all these other other coins, I can't imagine what somebody who's never really you know gone to school or you know has an aptitude for math how how they must be you know trying to put it all together so you know i just think we need to make it simpler and i think that's where the, the adoption is gonna take off i like i like even think about like if you have that you don't even need necessarily a uh you don't even need this a screen to engage with like you don't need a camera like you can just have a device that's it somehow maybe it reads your fingerprint, right? And you, you load it up and you just kind of wave that. You look at what's the request from the vendor and you just kind of wave this wand and it, yeah, exactly. you're signing it with your fingerprint and you can just load it up as you go. And it's just this kind of innocuous device sitting in your pocket. You, yeah, you don't need a retina display or anything like that. You, you know, you, you just need a, you know, okay, so I'm going to age myself here. I used to have a really old Razor, Motorola Razor, when they first flip phone that came out in 1999. Oh my! Dude, you're you're older. Than <laughs> so old. <laughs> Come on, you're making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, well, whatever. I didn't you have know. a cell phone until like 2002, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I felt like, and I, I really love the utility of it. It's just a simple, whatever, one by two screen. Um, at the max, it would hold like 99, you know, or 200 contacts but it would never damn thing would never break had it for like 10 years nearly it was it was embarrassing anyways the point is that you need something that is not a thousand dollar phone okay or a thousand dollar device something simple for fifteen dollars kind of like a ledger nano or something where you just scan it and it knows what you want like automatically in a nutshell requesting a certain amount like the QR or whatever signal they're sending out is requesting a right. specific amount. You can see what they're requesting. Just like with your credit card, you accept this charge or this is the valid amount. Yeah, it looks good. And you just wave this wand. Like tap and go. Like, is that not exactly in crypto right now? That's not in crypto right now. As far as, unless you have the, 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 well, no, I don't think the the Litecoin Visa has that. Um, I, I've never tried it, so I, well, I, I can't. Well, still, wrong. that would be a Visa. That's not a native wallet, but still, um, yeah, native. I mean, to me, I want to get to where where you, we're giving people native Litecoin. That's that's a big hurdle for me. So, who wants to who wants to create a new underground? Litecoin coin or Litecoin underground coin. You talk about crowdfunding the Litecoin underground? Yeah, I agree with you. Once Omni lights up and running, I plan to sell some, by the way. <laughs> and if I can sell X amount, then I'll we'll do it all all underground. Can you I mean, sell what? it goes public? What's that? Can you sell it to me before it goes public? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Like an, you want an initial Litecoin underground offering? <laughs> I, I you will. All right. Sure. Uh, I don't know how much they're going to cost though, but. All right. So hey, Al, what? Since I did bring you in here to actually walk through your, I don't know if this will work or not. Walk through your thread here. 
uh, I mean, we're all Litecoiners. So I don't know if this is if this makes sense for you to talk about. Yeah. Um, where 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 should we start? I don't know. Like, I guess I, I like the idea of a uh, make make your case for Litecoin, and I posted it. If everybody wants to kind of read through it, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm trying to figure out if this will work. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor. How about that? Let's see. Um, <laughs> is is there any, anything in particular you guys want to talk about? Because I mean, there, there's a lot. <laughs> well, are, so are you are you like a long time Litecoiner? Uh, I first bought into Litecoin. I think it was May 2017. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think most people kind of got in around 2017, right? A lot of Litecoiners. Um, I I think I first started shitcoining. Like like I think I, I had Neo. I had OMG, um, Ethereum or Litecoin, and I would just kind of go on like on Reddit. Twitter and I would see so many people talking shit about Charlie Lee like it was insane like oh this guy's a scammer who knows what and but it, it was kind of weird because the, the opinions were like half and half like half people hating on Charlie half um, defending him kind of like it is today like almost exactly the same so that got me interested I looked up an interview of Charlie Lee and he made like perfect sense to me like from there it was just a, a um, rabbit hole just going from video from video from video watching Charlie Lee interviews and and that's how I became almost all in on Litecoin. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm, I had a friend who just kind of started talking about it, and I went the same route. And this, all, this, see, this kind of almost circles me back to the marketing thing. And the, as uh, Terrence said, the, the rebranding of Litecoin. And I would, I would almost say, I don't know that we have a branding beyond the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Yeah, and it's kind of tough because, I mean, honestly, I think silver to Bitcoin's gold sounds amazing. But the first thing people are going to think about when, when they hear silver is they're going to compare it to real world silver. And silver, the real silver is not doing like amazing right now. So I think that's that might be like one of their first, like, oh, well, how's... Silver doing honestly is not doing like that great. Well, um, also, if I could actually add on to this because I've debated Bitcoin maxers on this as well. You know, Saifedean has a chapter on uh, gold and silver in his book, The Bitcoin Standard. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know, it's a pretty actually disingenuous uh, chapter. It's uh, it, it really he's pushing the narrative of Bitcoin only for. Hundreds of years, Bitcoin and silver were working alongside one another. It was only towards the end, within each respective nation, that um, towards the end of these nations, that silver lost out and then gold lost out. You know that's why we have fiat today. What they did is they, you know, these nations they stopped minting silver because they're able to actually capture the mining of silver. Mine, there's these physical locations they can't go anywhere where there's the silver ore mining. Mine, uh, mindset. And so what silver actually did for gold was allow people to take change because let's say one gold coin is the smallest unit of gold coin you could actually transact in practically, you know, and let's say something costs one tenth of a gold coin. Well, at that point you needed an IOU or you needed another metal that wasn't as 
uh, valuable as gold, which is what silver was. And so what that silver actually allowed people to do, what um, Bitcoin Maxi say, well, is divisibility. That we don't, Bitcoin doesn't have that problem, which is true. Bitcoin does not have that problem. But one thing that that silver actually allowed you to do was actually take self-custody of your, of, your, of, your, of your change. Otherwise, you needed an IOU, which came in the form of a banknote, which ended up being fractionally reserved in the end and, and captured by governments. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my skill on that part. Well, yeah, and I, I made this point. I said, um, I put this in a post. I said, uh, like, free markets didn't necessarily make gold the standard. Government intervention made gold the standard. You know? Yep. Yeah. No, exactly. Was, Definitely. Each each country decided what currency they want. Currency is uh, gold or silver or copper. Even silver and copper usually is like a bimetal or sometimes it was a monometal. But they they dictated. You're right. They dictated. You're right. Which, they captured uh, it. And they, they, went, they went and plundered what they could and decided, well, this is the thing we're going to obtain. <laughs> Yeah, I t- totally agree with you guys. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt that silver has plays has, has played a very very significant role in over history. Um, right now, I, I just think there's like a lot of noise in the market, and you know how like the number go up memes and all of that, and Wall Street bets crowds and all that. Like today, like if, if someone young thinks of silver, there I don't think it's gonna really call their attention too much. Yeah, so that no, I, but it's, I, I like the it's idea a of good like place. Working, working man's crypto, blue collar crypto, right? Because I do think that's unfair. I think it's a good place to actually have that discussion. Like that. When Bitcoin Maxis, you know, have that discussion or they bring up that gold narrative, uh, what's it called? Uh, where the best currency wins out. Someone just told it to me again yesterday. Um, but. Uh, all right, sorry, well, it's not. No, I can't well, money right for now. the people, but, or the people's money, or people's crypto, or something like you know. That, I, I still like crypto that, for that the one's taken in. <laughs> people's crypto is taken. I still really like the silver to gold narrative, and the thing is, Bitcoiners will look to that Bitcoin Standard chapter in Saifedean, and this is a great place to come in into the conversation to have that debate with them and to talk to them about what actually did happen, because Saifedean really is just pushing a Bitcoin-only narrative. Yeah, and if you listen to our first episode, it was I, I pointed out how many people even owned gold. Like very few people in their private life, a very small percentage of the population actually possessed any gold in any meaningful way. Because it wasn't usable. Right? So I, I got a question for everyone here. Suppose if you have Litecoin, and whenever you go buy something from Best Buy or from your grocery store, you automatically get everything 10% off just because you're using that currency. Would that not be appealing to, to people? Absolutely. Yeah. It would be appealing, but you got hard, how would you get you know, <clears throat> the retail store on board with that? Well, see, this is what an idea I've been contemplating for the past couple of weeks. Um, it's a loyalty program. With, you know, for example, 
there's a grocery store over here called Harris Teeter. So create a Harris Teeter loyalty app. People convert their USD into or whatever into, you know, 1,000 credits of Litecoin. Okay. Now, um, so that Litecoin is then on some wallet somewhere. Um, it's deposited on that loyalty app, which Harris Teeter um, can use for arbitrage, number one, and get some DeFi, get five or 6% or 7%, whatever. Then um, it's an incentive for everyone else, this, you, know, you know, for that store to, um, for that store to get more customers that, hey, I just download this app. You know, I got $30 here. I'll, I'll, I'll deposit $30, convert it to Litecoin. And um, hey, I can buy this item and to get 10% off automatically without doing anything. And that continues forever. So you keep on, you know, keep on. And then you, once you have people in the app, then you can, you know, send them, um, you know, text messages. Hey, today we got whatever, you know, Coke, you know, 12 pack of Coke for a dollar. Come on in, something like that. And so that's kind of like that, you know, that's how you incentivize people to come to the store and get an automatic discount without having to go through uh, Rakuten or, you know, all these online services where you let me order online and get cash back and bullshit, you know, and a depreciating dollar. Once people realize that, hey, I, I, I deposited $30, but then Litecoin went up. And now today I got 50, not dollars, but, you know, a higher monetary you know, value that I can buy stuff. I think that's the kind of viral application um, that we need to develop for Litecoin. I mean, and, like, some really, like these cash-rich companies to step in and say, you know, your problem is everybody's got debt, right? So everybody's got bills to pay, and they need to flip it into USD to pay the bills. But you get a cash-rich company that says, I'm crypto. Yeah, I like well, it. OmniLight, OmniLight allows you to actually print NFTs onto the Litecoin blockchain. And pretty much what an NFT can be very much similar to are like United Miles or, you know, loyalty points. So you could, with on the OmniLight, from my understanding, print a thousand, a million, a billion tokens uh, of whatever you want. And you could disperse these tokens to your consumers uh, using the Litecoin blockchain as the rails. And from there, the only fees that are going to be occurred are the on-chain fees, from my understanding. But you could also probably, uh, you know, make it so that each one of these are, to be able to get some of these points, you know, yeah, sure, you put in some money into it, but it's also like a, a fraction of a Litecoin or something like that. So then you are actually tying into the value, uh, on one, on-chain, but also the Litecoin as well into there. That's something... That could be developed, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not too familiar, but OmniLight would allow for something like that. Can anybody get me in touch with an OmniLight developer? Because I, I want to. I think uh, there Master? aren't any really developers. Well, it's so just a new platform that was launched. So the there's a few that are Lo toying with it. Loshan said something to Master. Maybe Loshan did week. that. No, no, Loshan did that. That he said, hey, I'm going to, he'll put some sort of tutorial together so no I'm, as far as the tokens are concerned I'm, I'm interested in stuff like 
airline miles, right? Where you all of a sudden can go onto an exchange and just buy like whatever Delta airline miles, or you can buy timeshare credits or something like that, where these things that don't don't have a good open exchange all of a sudden can can be can become very liquid. That's what I think is going to be. That's when tokens actually mean something. Or Target dollars. You get a Target gift card for Christmas, and you could care less about Target. And you're like, you know what? I'll let these 50 Target dollars go for 40 bucks because I have no use for Target. Or whatever. You know what I mean? And there becomes a market for these assets that... And, 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 the, and the stores themselves can create their own tokens. And... um. Yeah, like you just said, incentivize people in their own way. They can earn interest by holding target tokens <laughs> or whatever it is, you know? There's so much hey, potential in that. Tyrone, no, definitely. This is a really cool idea. Um, so, like, you're in the self-driving car space, from my understanding. So imagine being a, a Lyft user who orders the self-driving car, right? And every single mile you use, your crew points, you know? And they could be built off of the Litecoin, OmniLite, network where you earn those points, those tokens, um, you know, uh, for miles and let's say a thousand or 10,000 miles, you know, you could use to then, which would have some sort of value to it, you know, um, and then you could use that to redeem uh, free rides or something else. Um, that's actually a really cool idea, I think. Yeah, I think you can take something. those tokens and sell them on the open market. If you don't, if you don't want the rides, you can just sell them to people who actually do want the rides. You could have. You, you, there was a time I, I, have, I have not looked at, but you know, I, I got, I used to travel globally, so I got like seven figures of of, of frequent flyer miles, um, but they're all depreciating every time, every every year. Um, what it would go from, you know, what it would take to go from USA to Europe would cost more and more miles. Um, instead of getting miles, I'm gonna. I want to earn Delta tokens. Okay, that um, have a certain monetary value, which go up or something like that. I, I know. So, but we need to incentivize both the consumer as well as the company. Um, and I it think it's up. yeah. It, but it's it would go up like, with Litecoin value goes as Litecoin go, value goes up. I think it's going down because you know fiat inflation um, and the cost of gas and all those other things were eating into the value of those tokens. Um, so with something that's disinflationary, like Litecoin or Bitcoin, you do the same thing. I would see that they'd become more valuable over time. Yeah. And these things too, like, I don't know if you guys ever think about the gift card industry, right? Which is, you know, if I'm Walmart and I sell $5 billion in gift cards on before Christmas, that's a $5 billion influx of cash that I can do whatever I want with, and I only have to redeem it as people decide to spend it. And, uh, yeah, the ability for these companies to create tokens, like, I'm amazed it isn't happening already. You know? I think it's regulatory stuff that they're waiting for, or they're afraid of it. I, I just think these, there, there's not a pro, enough progressive thinkers in some of these companies. They have other bigger stuff, okay, to think about. Uh, but, you know, Somebody's got to be an evangelist to go into one of these companies, hit somebody hard like a VP and say, I need 15 minutes. Let me show you this this business opportunity, okay, that you're missing out on. I, I can almost guarantee you if if a grocery store can create a, a token app 
or something, or token economy, people would thrive to that. It just depends who wants to be there first. And, and the innovators always are scared. I mean, people are inside these companies are always scared to do the real innovation. They don't want to take the risk. Somebody's talking. Hey, underground. Uh, Mike's muted. Or muffled. Oh, is that better? Yeah. Sorry, I think my thumb got in the way. <laughs> so if Kroger makes a... Uh, a token, and then yeah, as you you earn tokens as you shop. You don't earn no, no, no. Back, right? No, you you also... buy tokens. You buy, you convert your whatever, anything you know, your USD into Kroger tokens. Okay, so like a three percent. You know, yeah, you spend a hundred bucks, you get one hundred and ten dollars. No, tokens or something like no, that. No, you just yeah. you, de- you deposit a hundred dollars, and then you get hundred dollars worth of tokens that are appreciating in value. Okay, along with the Litecoin, you know, match the Litecoin price. Or that token price never changes. So the dollar price may go up, but your token price is fixed in some way. Something like that. Yeah, I, I, I that that may be one of these on ramps you're talking about of getting people's mindset to understand. But then is Kroger creating a currency, which is technically probably illegal? Well, you got you got a. It, 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 they got to do some something like what frequent flyer miles, you know, how they do it, or even like Best Buy, you have points. Um, Harris Teeter has got a point system, um, and then you redeem those points. But here, you know, the incentive incentive for them is that they're going to get twenty percent more people coming into the store. Number one. Second. They're going to be, you know, be able to get interest on that hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or you know whatever half a million worth of tokens that are out in the market on their app, which is to me a considerable amount of monthly income. It it just has to be packaged in a way. It's just just digital gift cards. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It might be a stupid question, but if they're allowed to make gift cards with store credit, what's the difference? Really, I mean that's still rooted in dollars, right? Yeah, but wouldn't this be the same? It's just their credit, their in-store credit. That's what you market it as. Yeah, but, but it's but it's a Litecoin. It's it's a it's a Litecoin that's appreciating in value. So mm. my thirty dollars that I put in today, it could be twenty dollars tomorrow, or it could be sixty. But over the long run, it's going up. Yeah, I don't even think you need to do that. I think you could even just say. When you, when you buy them, you get a, an advantage. So if you flip into tokens, you give us your U.S. dollars for a hundred tokens of Kroger dollars, you get a hundred and ten dollars, or you get a hundred and five dollars of store credit, which kind of is already happening with gift cards now. Um, and maybe you can earn them, right? Like if you spend X amount a month, you can earn more tokens. And yeah, you create this almost sub-currency that if you go, because grocery stores are a great place, right? People are very loyal to a store. So it's a very regular part of people's um, uh, life. And I, I think and I think there's a, yeah, that might be the best uh, 
place to hit people or like to get to to introduce this stuff in a mass scale is these large chains i don't know where are we doing this is this what you're doing taryn it sounds like you're doing it i want to do it (laughs) (laughs) i I just need some people that'll um you know they'll also take some risk with me so i'm not i'm not you know i i want to get the hell out of my job okay and i just want to go full-time into crypto so yeah i do too i do too I can do sales. I can't. I'm not. I'm not a coder at all. But I can do sales for you. I can pick up the phone and get conversations going. Who else? Who, who's else in America wants to get this going? We got to figure out the token. We got to figure out how to make a token anonymous first. <laughs> Beyond my knowledge, maybe, maybe sure you'll be able to Romney light tokens. Not, it shouldn't be too hard i do have some dev experience but i just really haven't spent any time in it i'm kind of busy preoccupied but well, and i don't have my main computer thing. but matt master put out one about Feathercoin because Feathercoin was a bitcoin uh uh whatever fork and they had omni light and there's all there is omni bitcoin omni exists and all this is is just a some sort of replication of that so I would feel like somebody could figure it out. I'm just, I have zero coding experience at all. Well, neither am I. I mean, I was a coder when I had my first startup 22 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, but never again. I, I, it'll take me a year to get up to speed on coding again. I don't have time. I have the ideas and I have the ability to, to get people to convince people. Okay. So, anyways, this is just, I wanted to see what, what everyone thought, you know. I think it's a great idea, Taryn. Yeah, definitely a good idea. Something, something you said also reminded me kind of of, of um, what's that website, uh, Groupon, where, where you said that you wanted to incentivize people to, and, and businesses to accept crypto. And something like Groupon, where I guess uh, the price is discounted, but incentivize a business to get more people in and people are also getting a deal at the same time. Well, particularly because the businesses can create a token out of nothing. You know, it's, it's basically a free influx of cash, <laughs> right? Yeah. Plus they're getting, they're getting the, an APR out of it. They're getting 7% because they can stake it. It's, again, people don't understand staking. Yeah. It's like people are pre in a way it's okay. So I buy these, this is weird. All right. Somebody help me if this is weird to me. Okay, so I'm a business and I just say, oh yeah, here's a hundred tokens for my sub 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 sandwich shop. And I just make them from nothing. And when someone comes in, well, they have to buy them and I have to give them the goods and services. Yeah, it's like it's like they're front front loading purchases. They're guaranteeing themselves sales down the line. Correct. And if somebody doesn't choose to actually use them, well, good for them. And if a market arises, then great. Mm. It's a snowball. It's a snowball. And then you can, you can gift your tokens to other people, you know, as well. If, if it goes, I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm all these ideas come to me in one, you know, in a stream. I I, I always felt that for some reason, because I, I, 
have been I my parents do a, a timeshare thing. They buy one of those big annual things and so occasionally they'll let us go and you have to sit through these timeshare presentations. And I remember when I was first in crypto, I was sitting through one of these and I was like, timeshare time. Like that that is a perfect crypto application. That you're in let's say it's I don't know, Hilton maybe has a has timeshares or something. And you know, you're in California and you're want to go on vacation and you're looking at these different places and you can just go onto a market and buy timeshare hours or points or whatever you want to call it from some dude who just can't use them. I mean, it's perfect. It's like minimum waste, right? And so you get a nice cheap vacation, he gets a little bit of money and everybody's happy. It's the most efficient way of doing things. For some reason, that made a lot of sense to me. And uh, yeah, everybody being able to create their own sub currency is that might be the biggest onboarding opportunity there is. Because it already kind of exists, right? We already we're already familiar with gift cards and points and rewards. People are comfortable with that. It's not a new concept to them. Yeah, and again, I, I think Litecoin is the best medium to do it because, um, you know, and I've not been able to prove this out. I think I said this to you before, to everyone before, that Bitcoin's eventually not going to be tradable. It's it's people are, you know, and so this, okay, so I'm going to kind of detract everyone for, for a minute, okay. Um, my thought is that um, Russia is going to create their own current digital currency to circumvent any sanctions that are going to come down the line. It's going to probably take them six months. Um, they could also be planning to put together a whole bunch of miners and buy out all the damn Bitcoin that's remaining. There's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. And then they'll just hold on to it just to remain, because for them, they still want to do trade out of the U.S. dollar to avoid the sanctions. So Bitcoin to me is a very, very dangerous medium to be involved in honestly um yeah you're, well, you're also making the same the same point of you don't want one attack vector where the government can just say i i, I i'm convinced the government could just buy all the mining equipment they want put it on the market right and uh they've got unlimited money they just buy all the mining and it's game's over <laughs> we've only got one asset that's not good for us we need i would say at least 10 coins that have a history are secure are proof of work can be mined by you know a common person don't need some sort of special super uh warehouse to do it can run a node that's 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 the uh goal that's where we got to be. That's where we have to be aimed. I don't know if Russia would really be able to buy up all the miners. Um, <clears throat> also, I don't know. I mean, it definitely helps to have more uh, foundries that make these ASICs uh, available mm -hmm. or out there that are actually producing these ASICs. 
but currently, you know, I would say that the number of, of miners, computers, individual computers that are out there are pretty far spread out enough. You know, Litecoin's been running for 10 years, you know, and there's a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, old ASICs out there that are still available for people to purchase at a relatively low price. Granted, they're not as efficient as the newer stuff that are out there. But, um, you know, this is definitely a supply chain constraint where there are only a few, you know, I think, what is it, mainly just Bitmain that produces ASICs. I think there might be another company or two. Uh, but, yeah, that definitely is um, one point uh, of, I'd say, one choke point. In, in, in the silicon, silicon was the other one. That. I'm sorry. In the silicon was the other one producing ASIC. How do you, the other you... in in a silicon, right? I N N O silicon. Do they even make miners? I don't think they do, man. I don't know. I, last I looked them up, I could not find any models or anything on their website or nothing. I was just translating. I think what Big Chief would know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, didn't catch that, man. <laughs> I mean, when I bought them, I bought miners what three years ago, two, three years ago. Um, they were still making them, yeah. Well, the thing Wait, is, isn't it all... there's a limited supply. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, isn't it all depending on the exahash value? So, for example, China has plenty of server farms, and and you know equipment manufacturing equipment um why you know they could just ramp up you know a, a thousand miners down up to like a ten thousand exahash and there's no way the other miners like marathon or whoever can compete for that and they'll they'll just siphon away all the bitcoin uh, that's again I'm, I'm not sure i'm just speculating here I just think that if China and Russia were really wanted to, to disrupt us, they would just cripple the medium of exchange. I think they could, honestly. You know, with, with the amount of Bitcoin mining that was going on in China, as of, not until recently, of course, but as that the amount that the, the, they were mining, they could have easily attacked and hacked the blockchain and, and screwed the world pretty much. They could have. They really could have. <laughs> which then leads me to the next point, which is, you know, the this just is going to incentivize the um, U.S. government to, to go all in on the um, digital dollar completely. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Well, define digital. When you say digital dollar, though, you know, I, I, I take it you're not talking about Bitcoin. You're talking about an actual currency that they create. Yes. Yeah, CBDCs. And, yes. and, and then they're in control of the mining software or hardware and yeah, they, they run it. Mine. There won't be any mining. Or however they it's do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like a digital Fort Knox. They'll have everything in a, in a central server under <laughs> some kind of mountain somewhere. I honestly feel that that I, I would like that to happen, to be honest. An, an actual dollar, it's still a dollar, damn it, it's worth a dollar, but it's digital, but it's still a dollar. Mm. That needs to be done. 
in my opinion. Well, you already kind of have digital dollars. Yeah, but are they really dollars, though, and are they backed by dollars? Yeah, I... Because mm. <laughs> tether, Tether's up in the air on that, you know. No, they just saying, you have digital dollars. You go to your bank, you look at your bank account. There's not a physical dollar in the bank for your dollar. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I see what you mean there. I mean, really, technically, yeah, you're right. Stuff on paper, right? They didn't, they didn't print six trillion pieces of paper. Well, yeah. It's, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I mean, the digital dollar is going to come, but I really don't like it. I think it's one of the worst things that could ever happen to us. I agree. I don't like it at all either. Yeah, because like really crazy shit could happen. Yeah, Negative they, interest rates, all sorts of stuff can happen. They could track every single financial transaction associated to your social. Yeah, that's nasty. I don't like that. Like it's super dystopian. <laughs> that's that's what's scaring me. Honestly, it's it's really. I know. I I don't want, you know, uh, don't want to get political here. Like a Ted Cruz or whoever have you or somebody in the other party to get super. Um, educated about this stuff because they're going to use it to their advantage. They they're like, oh, yeah, dictate, we can control. They could dictate what you spend it on or not spend it on. That's the other issue. Well, so yeah, when they're tracking everything you spend it on. Indigo, earlier when you were talking about, you know, Gary Gensler and Bitcoin like assets and all this stuff, I mean, I, I just I, I don't like talking about regulation. I don't want to encourage regulation. I don't care how bad the actors are in this space. I feel like if they get their hands around it, it's just bad. It's bad, bad, bad for everybody. I, I don't know. I'm not encouraging it or discouraging it. I do know that there are rules that dictate, like I think it's the how we test, and they dictate what a security yep. is and isn't. And these these rules have been in place, and... He's just going to be applying it to the current market, from my understanding. It's it it, it is what it is. I hate to say that, you know, but it's um, you know, how, there are reasons why you do this. It's like you know, let's say you're a foreigner coming into this country, and then you create this token to sell to a bunch of Americans that actually is supposed to do something, but it doesn't do it, right? You're just you, you're creating a, a, a scam essentially, and a lot of these are scams. Um, and there are these rules in place. Regulation, sure, is bad, but also it, it could do some good things too. But I agree, you know. Um, yeah, I keep coming back to why can't the government just say, like, just do an honest review of these coins and say, we give this coin an A, plus, and we give this coin tough. a B. Minus. So that would like, require them to do something. They don't have the they don't have the bandwidth to do that. Look, like look at how long is it, it they're taking to you know go through XRP. That whole legal battle is costing them millions and millions of dollars just for one company. Now there's tens of thousands that you could spin up. Like I could spin up a token out of nowhere. You could spin up a token out of nowhere. I could spin up a ten hundreds of these tokens out of nowhere. You know, and they just won't be able to have that bandwidth to be able to go through every single one. So what he's doing is he's just he's just taking a broad net across all these things and he's saying that most of these things that are being spun up out of nowhere where there are pre-mined tokens are essentially you know they are essentially well they're he's just trying to look at it from their regular that he said that these fall under our 
regulation. And that something like Bitcoin is, and Litecoin and Dogecoin are more like commodities based off of the how we test. So yeah, that's kind of where that stands. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't think Gensler has really been um, aggressive against or launched coin like Bitcoin. Like, like I don't feel like he's really been really aggressive against them at all. Like, like Indigo says, it uh, seems like I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, that should make you suspicious. <laughs> that should make us go, well, why not, right? But I, I think it's it, it is weird how in the original bill that that they wanted to pass, um, they were trying to ban proof of stake tokens at first, and it's kind of weird how a lot of proof of stake protocols are are uh, kind of trying to take over the role of a bank with like lending and all of that. So I do think it's kind of suspicious how they were trying to ban uh, proof of stake when really they they are the ones that are competing with the banks supposedly. I brought I uh, I brought Fabio up. Is that you, Fabio? But I really do, guys. I have to be done in like ten minutes, so we can make plans for other things. And I could even come back on like at midnight or something. But I had to take a break, um, hang out with my kids for a little bit. My daughter wants to play Minecraft. That's what's going on. <laughs> I Fabio also just have came to up. do what's some up, things, Fabio? but hey, oh, uh, underground, real quick. You know, you yeah. could, if you don't mind, you could leave your phone running and make someone else a co-host, and they can manage the space while you're gone, yeah, and so right, the conversation right. keep going if people want. But I won't be able I to. I also got to get going though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to go too, guys. Sorry. Yeah, me three guys. I'm at bedtime. Nice wow, the <laughs> big fake comes in. Everybody runs away. Hold on, you guys haven't heard Fabio yet. Fabio. I'll, I'll, right. I'll get Fabio. Wow. Real quick, real quick. Give my man 10 minutes. You know, all right. Man. All right. I, I got back. you. I got you. Wait, wait. Fabio, I, I listen back last I don't week. even want to talk anymore. <laughs> no, but you had, you had a couple lines that were just cracked me up last week, dude. I went and listened. Cause, okay. So if you guys know, you listened to the Cake Wallet one last week. If you did, I think I'm going to create a second channel for just the raw Litcoin, Litecoin spaces here. So it's like, Last week was five hours, and uh, most people don't want to listen to five hours, but I think I'm going to create a separate channel so you can just, with no commentary, no editing at all, just the pure Litecoin spaces, and they're I'm, they're so much fun to listen back to, and you'll pick up so much more stuff, and I just love it. I just, but I'm, you know. Separate your topics, man. That's it. Edit your video, it, separate your topic, topics. Uh, yeah, and I know. I, I've only got so much. Well, but but we like we just meandered from tokens to uh, government control of mining. There you like go. Twenty minutes. Like, separate how do you chop them. that up. Separate you know them. Hey, Mega. So actually, I've been watching. I've been like so log scale. I'm sure a lot of you have been in his spaces as well. But the way he manages his spaces, he has one dedicated account for the space, and then he has his own account. So he uses his dedicated account to host the space. And then when he's in there himself, he uses his personal account, and he uses that as a co-host. And then you could have a total of two other co-hosts. So you could then pass that co-host to the next person who could speak about whatever topic or who you trust. And then essentially the space could just keep going. I think he has two phones for this. 
Um, and also, you probably want to keep that main host phone on like an ice pack or something. But that's actually a pretty cool way. And he, he keeps spaces running for like 12 hours a day sometimes. So and he's not even in there most of the time, too. He's just yeah, playing so what people end, he knows. So what, what's the goal? What's the goal with all that? The conversation is, I mean, that's it's just a conversation, you know, and uh, allowing the community to develop, having a space for this these people, for us to come into. You know, I think I could I, I could try that as well. Uh, but, you know, I think everyone is coming here to you and they already know you. So this is perfectly fine. But, but then if I'm actually not talking, from there, what's the fun of that? <laughs> well, you know, so, yeah, definitely. But there's still a lot just of from just hearing. Uh, all right, fair enough. Don't take, <laughs> no, don't take that definitely. seriously, what I just said. Sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I take everything serious. Um, yeah. Fuck, man, you made me forget what I was going to say. I'm <laughs> sorry, Fabio. Sorry, Fabio, you go. Yeah, Fabio. Okay, say something. Uh, talk about something. What What was the last... Uh... Well, okay, well, Romani came up right behind you, so let's let him... If you have nothing in particular you want to talk about, then... What's no, up, I Romani? Know. I wanted to... Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, okay, go. Romani? 1601? I guess not. You came up, but all right. All right, Fabio. Yeah, yeah. You got the, I want to you got say the something about the end. regulation. Fuck. Yeah. What well, was gonna say? I was gonna say fuck them. They can't do shit. I know I was gonna say that. Yes. Uh, uh, I know that I was gonna say, even if they say they regulated something, it's still they can't do shit. So it's more. I think people that will get affected are the ones that are gonna comply. You know. You know, yeah, like sure, yeah. government, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you. You know what I mean? When I don't have to, the systems don't need permission. So like how are you gonna do such a thing? You know what I mean? Like these systems don't require permission from anybody. Anybody could participate. Doesn't matter what blockchain you're into. But like they can't do shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it seems so easy, but it's hard to understand. I don't know. I, yeah. Nope. On a small scale, on a small scale, yeah, it's impossible. Like they These can't mass scale. Shit. Wait, hold on. Yeah, the people. We we, we were talking earlier, baby. I think you just missed it, and I forget who said it, but someone was saying that the government could give some sort of rating system to coins, right? Who was saying? Who was talking about that? Yeah, and then you're gonna see how many people try to suck the government's dick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't trust shit. That, that, that's, I needed someone like you in here because I'm just thinking you the whole time. Who gives a shit about their grading? Tough love. Their grading. Oh, you lost oh. money? Too bad. Crypto has taught everyone to be on their own. Right? Big black these days. You're on your own. <laughs> in, lieu, in, yeah, lieu, in lieu of regulation, they could, do the, they could accomplish what they claim to be their goal is to protect consumers. Huge donkey dick. Yeah, they could... They could <laughs> You know, they could say, "Hey, we're trying to protect consumers, and we're going to give them information." Oh, sounds so. Rather good. than prevent, rather than locking people out, because that's, oh, that's yeah. where the gatekeeper stuff comes in. Oh yeah, they tell them keep talking. Oh yeah, they can't do shit. They don't help oh, in yeah. any way. That's why. That's why, if you want to say crypto or blockchain, it was made for that. You're already participating. You're already doing. It's nothing oh, new. I love you, dude. 
You understand? It's this this shit ain't new. If you just started a week ago, okay, you know, it's new to you. Good for you. Respect. About a week ago. But right. it's nothing new. Now you want to black and cock. Well, who is this guy? I don't know, he likes cock. But uh you know what I'm trying to say? Like Yeah, it defeats the shit. purpose. We don't want to take it there. Yeah, they can't do anything. Like no. you don't know you don't know what you're talking about. You want to pump your bags? Good for you. Everybody, uh, uh, how do you say, benefits from that. I don't care if somebody manipulates it, makes it go up, all that kind of shit. But, you know, good for you. We all get to enjoy that as well. But, like, you have to learn the hard way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's I it. You, that's what it is. You want control? You want to take care of your own affairs? There you go. You want to be a child and be spoken to and being told what to do and get rewarded somehow, which you're not. Well, good for you, too. But I'm not a child. I'm a man. Oh, my God. You understand? That's what Crypto's about, bro. Yeah, talk that shit, man. Thank you. That's what Crypto's about. Now, what do you want from it? There's plenty of things. But go learn. I'm not allowed to give you financial advice, so I can't give it to you. You have to learn on your own. Yeah, but Fabio, I, I, I think that the issue here is that, and you really brought up a fantastic point, 90% of the people want to be a drone. They want to be, you know, they want their life to be directed. Yep. And all That's- these cripples that people get scammed with, you know who created it. You know where they are. You know who they are. Grow some balls and... Go get your money back and type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like these people that show their face, like I don't understand how they think that they're gonna take advantage of the point that oh it's decentralized, oh it doesn't belong to nobody, oh there's no central point to go uh you know what I mean? Like there's nobody to blame. But where the scams are, there is people to blame. You understand? If you want to be a cocksucker, scammer, create a token, go fuck people, well, guess what? You deserve every little fucking yourself. <laughs> and it's yeah. not hard to find them. Uh, they, shit. Man, if they want to regulate that, okay, regulate that. Because me too, you too, anybody in this room could go create whatever the fuck they want. What's your intention? That, I don't know. But just know that it, there is people out there that are crazy enough to go nuts on your ass if they know who you are, if you intentionally fuck people. So I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, like. Sometimes I wish that I could be that guy. Who, yeah, you know, at least, at least the information's there. If they want to regulate that, that's a bit better. I don't want to shit on anyone's hustle, but if you want to, you know, like. Serious shit. People, uh, I witnessed myself, uh, it's sad. You know, but you got to learn yourself, you know. See, that's what I mean. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm a idiot. No, I don't know. no. no you just no. speak the whole cold, hard truth, bro. That's that shit. I like it. <laughs> no. You know, such beautiful tools, but I don't know. You know, it's like the vaccine passport, right? <laughs> Please don't tell me you don't know that that's like, that's pretty much a Bitcoin wallet type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it links to, well, depends on the country, I guess. It links to every single fucking thing about you. Everything. It's a a unique ID. It's associated to you. It's in a centralized system, which operates the same thing. Can't manipulate, can't this, can't that, right? 
So mm-hmm. you could you could definitely create a vaccine passport on the Bitcoin network or Litecoin. I think Ion has oh these God. ID things. No, no, so, but well, then everyone can look at your shit. They took that well, no, they won't. and used it just what they needed. You understand? Like they wouldn't have thought of that. Like you, the uniqueness of it. How do we make this so unique that you know what I mean? Like it's it's a hundred percent. You know what I mean? You can't make a fake one. You can't do this. You can't do that. This is this is one. Yeah. You know, counts yeah. for one. You know what I mean? They take something good and they make it into bad. So you know, fuck them. Actually, though, that ion i o n is pretty interesting tech, though. Uh, in all real, in being able to create multiple identities in trustless ways uh they're all beautiful they're all beautiful (laughs) what the whole the cool thing is you could actually do this like zero knowledge proof like i could let's say if you were to go to if i were to go to a bar i don't actually have to show you my id but i'd be able to show you this id and based off of it it'll say yes this person is above 21 nothing else so there's some stuff like that you could do which is pretty interesting Oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. No, no, like I said, it's a beautiful thing, but you're not going to get it like the government to be involved in a decentralized way. You understand? The government could create a beautiful coin, maybe like Ethereum or something. El Salvador is. They could, is nah, they ain't doing shit. No. To some degree. It's a start. Yeah. It's, a first, what, it's a first I'm, step, right? I'm just trying to say the amount of money that they waste, okay? You take 10 coders. At a hundred bucks an hour, depends where you are, but over here they're a hundred bucks an hour. So you grab ten of those, and you know you're gonna have to spend like uh, seven hundred grand worth of coding. You know, like twenty-four hours, not twenty-four hours, but like you know, intense, like get it done type thing, right? They could create their own uh, coin with incentive, with a device that they created that every household. They already have hydrometers on every goddamn house. They already have uh, gas meters on every fucking house. You, you know what I mean? They already have gadgets. Not everywhere, but where I am, there's gadgets on every home already. Why can't they give somebody a little computer thing? Doesn't heat up too much. You know, plug it at home, this, that. We'll reward you for holding it. Everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody has one. Maybe it generates enough to be like maybe a welfare type thing. Maybe, I don't know, 600 bucks a month or something. Maybe the option to run more of them, but you got to pay for those. I don't know, you know, something. And then just let the system work. But they'll never do that. You understand? It's its own ecosystem. Like, you don't have to, like, this is where it come from. There you go. Too bad. You know what I mean? Like, go. Like, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to do these things. They want, they're greedy. They want to fuck, fuck, fuck. Mine, mine, mine. Now we have the power to say, Okay, try to fuck me now. <laughs> Come. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, oh, you're not allowed to physically abuse me, right? Oh, too bad for you. That's it. Fuck off. I wish more people would, would have that attitude, Fabio. Fabio I really do. Have the... that, that's what they're giving. That's what we got here. That's the old Fabio. Like, I know, but that's us. It needs to be called the... Come come yo you can't fuck me fuck you motherfucker podcast that needs the to <laughs> yeah but you don't want to give them any tricks either i can tell you all kinds of tricks i'm not gonna say that here but just to say like yeah, you know don't don't know. teach them your tricks but like we have all the tools go learn go see you know private side too right privacy like 
Mm-hmm. Hey, good for you. You know, if you want to go there temporarily for some odd reason or whatever, you know. Litecoin, I don't, I don't know if they watch as much, but Litecoin's pretty good though. I like Litecoin. Me too. We like Litecoin, yeah. Has the good liquidity, you know, a lot of trading, price, whatever. It should be more, but that will come with time. Bitcoin, uh, don't even talk about Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I don't like it. (laughs) I don't. I don't like Bitcoin, but I have no choice but to respect it. But, like, if you're one of those that don't play with Bitcoin, because Litecoin has the liquidity. Unless you're a billionaire or something, you need to get rid of a billion, which I doubt any of us here are yet. But when that time comes, okay, maybe worry about Bitcoin. But for now, you know, just use Litecoin. A couple of hundred grand, 10 grand, five grand, even a couple of million. No problem. You can do that with Litecoin. It's the best asset in the world. But when you, talk about, when you talk about Bitcoin and you talk about maxis and all this shit, don't even talk about it. Because then it makes you look like a jackass. Don't even fuck them. Let them have fun with their Bitcoin. Good luck. Go. Good for you. I can get some too anytime I want. Go. You know, have fun. Don't even talk about it. Because then you become a disgusting attitude. You understand? And we like coiners ain't like that. Hey, guys. I got to I got to end it. All right. Night, everybody. I, I normally, you know, I'm normally up for a long one, but I, I, uh, I just got other st- stuff to do. Yeah, man. Thank you for hosting. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anyway, sorry about that. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know? No, yeah, don't be. Okay. Please never apologize yeah, no, for that. It was incredible, bro. and come back. Please keep coming back. Absolutely, I'll be back to hear you, bro. For real, good host, bro. Only, good. only want to come when I wanted. To, I wanted to choose someone's ass before. I forget who it was. <sighs> That's why I let you have the last word. You always, you, you bring the heat. <laughs> so uh if there are other times that you guys would want to do this like i don't know if bro you're mean, bored you have nothing to do turn it on who cares i know well i'm, I'm thinking yeah. like i like the regularity of now but even, i think even like a saturday afternoon kind of thing not this saturday because it's christmas guess what when you we're on Twitter, we look it shows it's open we join it's so simple who i cares? know i know i know well i appreciate that and we're getting there it's gonna take it's a long road to get to would I say twenty thousand followers? I'll get there. Give me one year. I just need a six months. I need Easy. a better looking uh, profile pic, you know. So, all right. Check a selfie up there. Talk to you later, guys. If anybody wants to create it, go create it. Night, guys. You know? Does anybody want to create one and then to keep this going, or is everybody done? I'm done. All right. I'm probably gonna pop in some guys. random uh, woman one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> They're I'm sure fucking you will yeah. Spiritual women, I love them. <laughs> link me bro I'm coming link me I need to hear that alright so have a good Christmas guys peace, peace.